0: This podcast is
1: rated off of realness. Exclusive fucking content. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Basement Bookers Podcast. My name is Basement Chair with the my Co host, Rich Deriz. Together, Basement Booker vs. Egg. Acknowledge him! That's right, Roman Reyes, a tribal chief who has ascended the mountaintops of all mountaintops. We all acknowledge him. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Rich Riz here with the news, rumors, and bullshit. But before that, he's got something to say. I do. No, he doesn't. So let's go. <laughs> Well, that was my way of letting you do what you if you wanted to do anything or drop anything in there. That was your shot.
0: I just so so I I I do. I just I just hadn't told you about it. It was weird for you to uh, sort of anticipate that. Wait, really? Yeah, maybe not. I guess I probably do that every week. But Uh, wait,
1: no, I I have. First of all, I have no I'm going to just say that I'm I'm a psychic and I am indeed the third street prophet. Wow. And uh yeah. Well you don't wow, you don't even remember bits from a week ago. That's how much of an amnesiac you are. Yes. Like it it, was just a week ago.
0: for for, for the record, and this goes to exactly what I was about to say, it has been a long month this week. Yes. It has been a long month. It's been
1: about a month since the last episode of the Facebook Bookers podcast.
0: (laughs) So, so so much.
1: So hold on a second. So this episode Is what, right? The basement bookers. All right. So I guess more precisely is like Like, last week's episode. I think it's like 446 or something like that or seven or something. I leave that to you. That's 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 the ballpark.
0: Right. Approaching 450.
1: And it feels like. It's been like. At least six episodes. Since the last episode. But that can't be true. So there's just
0: there's just been so much bullshit coming out of everything that happened after all that. And of course that is going to be our first topic. It is the biggest topic. It's it's just incredible.
1: I was close. The last episode was four forty four. I'm sorry.
0: There you go. It's just incredible how alleged Real life shit is just so overshadowing an actual pay-per-view that had a major, major return that had really been built for probably for a year. I I think they really started planning for this return of MJF when Punk first got there and they said, okay, this is what we're going to do. Mm. it's my guess it's my speculation no proof just like anything else but as i said punk's uh tirade after all out uh is the biggest bit of news this week uh there are rumors that people heard him rehearsing it that doesn't necessarily mean it's part of a storyline however pretty much everything coming from the AEW camp now if it's backstage shit I'm taking with the biggest grain of salt just because that seems to be their MO to work the the reporters to work the IWC so that
1: means internet wrestling community for those of us who are not mark asses yes so
0: <laughs> so basically if you listen to podcasts or if you have a podcast like
1: this that's do, you, right? You don't even need one. If you listen, even this, if you're, you're just th- listening to one.
0: Yeah. If you listen to this, you're part of the IWC. I have a transcript of everything punk said here. I'm going to run through it real you quick. You know
1: what, though? When you try to do a joke, a friend is supposed to stand by you. Rich Ridge shares an account with his wife. <laughs> you leave <laughs> that shit. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> That's how random that shit was. That, they didn't ask a question about it. Yeah. So, uh, so, so I that, saw. Like after that, I was like, "Oh my god,
0: really?" So I, I saw <laughs> the beginning of it. So this, the, the person that Punk was addressing, uh, was about to ask a question, and Punk was sort of just like having like a little tete-a-tete with him. And then he, he, he Punk asked the reporter a question, and then Punk just went straight into this he led this entire thing it's like the reporter no one asked. i don't know if punk if punk left immediately after this tirade but none of the reporters got to ask him a question yeah anyway so i'm gonna read everything punk said from from this point on because it like it didn't get the the beginnings of the sort of intro. I think like the the report has a slight history of punk.
1: Anyway I didn't want to interrupt you while you're actually doing it. So I just wanted to uh just uh, throw in something here real quick. I like this whole week I'm like thinking about this whole thing. I'm like I gotta come up I need like a timeline. And it's like it's so it's harder to like research and get a straight answer. On the sequence of events. Mm -hmm. For this thing. Like I'd have an easier time. Figuring out. If Lee Harvey Oswald worked alone. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like it's not a dereliction of duty. It's that my brain lacks the capacity. Like this shit is crazy. But please continue.
0: Well, well, Well to compare with your analogy. I think it's a great analogy. Back then obviously. Not everyone had a cell phone. Right not that well no one did, but like there weren't cameras everywhere. Nowadays, there are cameras everywhere. And I really feel like AEW is using that. They're using the fact that. Literally, everyone you see has a camera, so literally always be working, make everything you do part of a storyline
1: as usual, Rich, there is you have scooped me and that that was not what I meant at all. That's probably what an intelligent person would think. what I was meant was this is a business full of liars. It's really hard to get a straight answer. That's what true. i was uh <laughs> all,
0: all, all, also true i, I was kind of just it's it's just like that that triggered in my brain. i think that's you know i mean we' fucking best friends for twenty something fucking years so yeah obviously we we like we kind of we we pick up the crumbs like when when you have a thought and it's a, a, like a rather long one. Like, you have a beginning, a middle, and end, and, like, sometimes there's stuff, like, left on the floor. I will pick those up and make a new thought out of it.
1: That's See? a lot of work it for is. you.
0: <laughs> it is. Anyway, so this is what Punk said, and I'm going to quote, but obviously there's going to be some stuff in Brand who's here for anyone that doesn't know uh, who's being referenced that I will mention. I haven't had anything to do with Scott Colton, Colt Cabana. ...in almost a decade. Probably wanted nothing to do with him even longer than that. It's fucking unfortunate that I have to come up here and speak on this when I'm on my time and this is a fucking business. Why I'm a grown-ass adult man and I decide not to be friends with somebody is nobody else's fucking business. But my friends, if I fall backwards, will catch me. Scott Colton, I felt, never would have. My problem was I wanted to bring a guy with me to the top that did not want to see me at the top, okay? Okay. You call it jealousy, you call it envy, whatever the fuck it is. My relationship with Scott Colton ended long before I paid all of his bills. I have every receipt. I have every invoice. I have every email. I have the email where he says, and I quote, I agree to go our separate ways. I will get my own lawyer and you do not have to pay anymore. That's an email that I have. And the only reason the public did not see is because when I finally had to countersue him through discovery, we discovered that he shared a bank account with his mother. That's a fact. And as soon as we discovered that fact and we subpoenaed old Marsha, he sent the email, oh, can we please drop all this? Now it's 2022. I haven't been friends with this guy since at least 2014, late 2013. The fact that I have to sit up here because we have irresponsible people who call themselves EVPs and couldn't fucking manage a target that they spread lies and bullshit and put into the media that I got somebody fired when I have fuck all to do with him. Want nothing to do with him. Do not care where he works, where he doesn't work, where he eats, where he sleeps. And the fact that I have to get up here and do this in 2022 is fucking embarrassing. And if y'all are at fault, fuck you. If you're not, I apologize. What did I ever do in this world to deserve an empty headed fucking dumb fuck like Hangman Adam Page to go out on national television and fucking go into business for himself? For what? What did I do? What did I ever do? Didn't do a goddamn thing. It's not, Tony Khan's, position to make it very fucking clear that Punk didn't have anything to do with Cabana being moved to ROH. There's people who call themselves EVPs that should have fucking known better. This shit was none of their business. I understand sticking up for your fucking friends. I fucking get it. I suck up for that guy, Cabana, more than anybody, okay? I paid his bills until I didn't, and it was my decision not to. I'm trying to run a fucking business. Tony Khan really should have said something right the fuck there. I'm just saying. And when somebody who hasn't done a damn thing in this business jeopardizes the first million dollar house that this company has ever drawn off my back and goes on national television and does that, it's a disgrace to this industry. It's a disgrace to this company. Now, we're far beyond apologies. I gave him a fucking chance. It did not get handled. We're far beyond uh, not get handled, and you saw what I had to do, which is very regrettable, lowering myself to his fucking level. But that's where we're at right now, and I will still walk up and down this hallway and say, "If you have a fucking problem with me, take it up with me. Let's fucking go." End of. Well, that's that's the end of the main tirade. There was more later on, but
1: well, somebody was listening to that "Let's fucking go" part.
0: Apparently, and. So he said, "If you have a problem with me, take it up with me." Right.
1: That sounds to me like an invitation, if I ever heard one.
0: Right. So, they, so they go to his locker room. Now I want to. Take
1: this a is pause where it gets dicey.
0: Let's not even get to that yet.
1: I know, but I just want to say, for the record, it's dicey. That's it all is. I wanted to say. This right. is very. It's like I said before. Before I said, because that, now that we're at the break of after all that whole fucking dump. And I know what you you we're about to dissect that part before we move ahead, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's a business full of liars, so you really don't know <laughs> for sure. Right. Like we're doing the best we can with what's on the internet, pretty much. It's like it's ignorance. It's like no one can really speak to it, and even people that were there, like I don't know. I'm pretty sure like most of the listeners here have been in situations where it's a bit chaotic and it's like you always have these situations where it's like, man, I should have done this differently. Or when things happen so fast where you can't catch up and it's just out of your control. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And sometimes you deal with things uncharacteristic and just like so much happening at once, like your memory's even fucked. Exactly. Like you really don't remember. And everybody's ecstasy rolls through the roof. It was a fucking wrestling show. Mm-hmm. That's that's a big, you know, thing, too.
0: Yeah. To your point that, you know, you, you can't even trust your own memory. That's why um, law enforcement, they never go solely by eyewitness accounts. Yeah. Because you could have three people all stand next to each other, all see different shit Mm-hmm. all the time. So so let's let's dig into this. The first the first thing I want to I wa- that I want to bring up here. Is one of the things that Hangman mentioned is that that Punk took issue with this is bringing it back. We remember this promo. Hangman said when the cameras are on, Punk's all about, you know, workers rights and everything. But he's a different person once the cameras are off. Right. Like when the camera's on, he's one of the boys, but then he goes back into his own locker room. So it's true that Punk gets his own locker room, huh?
1: Apparently, there's the evidence
0: right, because apparently he was in it now, everything that happens after this point, let's take into account the next bit of news i'm gonna f i'm i am go absolutely gonna dissect that, but uh punk injured possibly tore his left triceps during his match. he was seen icing it during the press conference, and he is either scheduled or already has had surgery for it, so he's, he's again, going to be out for a while. But maybe because he just had that whole spiel, he just wanted to go back to his locker room and maybe just ice his tricep. Mm. So maybe if he felt there was about to be aggression against him, maybe he probably overreacted in, in response.
1: A guy who really can't fight shouldn't overreact that way.
0: Yes, I agree, Bobby Fish.
1: <laughs> no, I that. mean that and that, that I see that we've all saw him get beat up for real twice. That mm-hmm. has nothing to do with Bobby Fish.
2: Yeah.
1: Like I'm saying, like, he doesn't have a great record. Like, he still thinks he's this tough guy. Like, what is mm-hmm. going on? Like, you're you're an old man now. Even I don't think I'm a tough guy. And you're older than I am. Like what are you mm-hmm. doing? I get it. I know you're you're a professional wrestler, but they those guys are also professional wrestlers. And we all know what I'm doing with my hands. Mm-hmm. Um you know, if I guess if you ask Cornette, that's what he would do, but I don't know. He he seems to mostly be on punk side. But anyway, I don't want to detract from what we're trying to do here.
0: Well, gotcha. just real, just really quickly, it, it's funny. I saw because I've read a lot of um, quote-unquote news articles about we all have this, and one of them had I had an interview with someone, and I don't remember who who. It, it's not important. I didn't I didn't watch the video, but the video had a thumbnail, and it had um, I think uh maybe Moxie on one side, and it had Punk on the other side. Punk was holding a UFC championship, as if like. It was his belt on the thumbnail, and I'm like, that's the fakest thumbnail I ever seen.
2: <laughs>
0: anyway, I, just, I, I, I found that funny, I, I think, so I decided to share. So I here laugh. are, l- let, me, let me get into, like, what other people have said about it first. Punk basically accused the Bucks of leaking false rumors that he nearly got Colcaban fired, and the Bucks got upset. At Punk's inflammatory comments, PWInsider.com reported that the physicality started between Punk and the Bucks with Kenny nearby, but not initially involved. According to Jeff Whalen of Raja, Meltzer and Alvarez are seemingly in agreement that, quote, there is no denying the facts that Punk punched Matt Jackson and Steele hit Nick Jackson with a chair and bit Omega and pulled his hair.
1: So they resorted to violence first,
0: according to assumptions made by Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez. Mm-hmm. But, well,
1: there's... we all know Meltzer's a little, uh,
0: he's a little, uh, you know, he's a little young,
1: buck crazy. Right. Little,
0: right. But prefacing anything, when, when you, when you weren't there to see it, when yeah. you preface that saying, quote, there is no denying the facts that No. Bro, I yeah you weren't there
1: yeah your your job is to report the facts
0: yeah, as you see them le- what proof has leaked what video did you see that you're, you're not sharing
1: yeah uh that's actually I, I didn't see it uh uh read that way so that's interesting uh that makes a lot of sense
0: yeah also and and, and this this little bit
1: I heard Steele's wife was in Punk's locker room too
0: yeah, Ace Steel's wife was
1: uh, and Larry.
0: Yeah, re- was reportedly keeping an eye on Larry. I guess while Punk was out doing the the press conference. Mhm. But this this is what makes me, you know, the things that make you scratch your head. Something I mentioned earlier. Everyone has a cell phone. No one in the area has any videotape of this. Uh, None at so- all.
1: Where well like I don't know. Not everybody's phone is like you know.
0: Someone had to have been milling around doing nothing.
1: Well, apparently they weren't, unless they're saving it for the DVD.
0: They want to sell it to dark Side.
1: I don't know why I said DVD. Like people still fucking buy DVDs. Um, you yeah, know what I mean. I do. <laughs> At least I didn't say tape.
0: Yeah, the <laughs> wait, the wait for the highest bidder on that laser disc.
1: They're waiting for the beta max all
0: right so i I went on a walk on Thursday as I do uh, after work, and these are my thoughts on this. Uh, so I mentioned hangman calling out punk for blah blah blah. I mentioned that. let me see uh, okay uh, mention that okay, ace steel allegedly according to some of the stories that came out, picked up Punk's dog so the dog wouldn't get hurt during the melee, and then Ace Steel proceeds to bite someone.
1: Now... Got, it was saying it was Kenny Omega. Right. Now... The god of wrestling.
0: Yes. Now, what we... what 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 people call that, what I would call that, if I had to apply a term to it, I'm pretty sure there is a term for it, and I don't know it exactly, but... To me, that seems like literary comedic irony. What I mean by that is a human who is not known as an animal that bites as part of its normal fighting repertoire, picks up a dog to keep the dog safe. The dog being an animal that bites as the main part of its fighting repertoire, the human holding the dog then bites someone. It's a little weird. Almost scripted
1: rich i think i know where you're going here i'm not uh listen
0: i'm not (laughs) i i am not even 50 percent believing this
1: i am of the belief and we all know this we've the basement bookers podcast has been around for a long time everything will work until it isn't right i think that what we have here is cm punk is the only one trying to make it work Working a shoot, turning a work into like making a shoot into a work Mm -hmm. like that could go wrong. This is it. Yeah, this is it right here. Like he's the only one that's in on it. Like stuff like this, you need at least like one person like you need like you need cooperation in some kind of way for something like this. You can't just go into business for yourself because that's what that sounds like. I'm not saying that this this piece is Internet trash. I'm just saying shifting through the internet is like looking through garbage, Mm -hmm. like shifting through all this trash. Like I even see the thing where it's like somebody had like, you know, like they're close to punk and they were texting each other and like, yeah, when I come back, you you better be paying attention. It's going to be crazy Mm -hmm. after the pay-per-view or whatever. And it's like, like there's signs that like, maybe he's trying to do a thing here, but it's, it doesn't work like this. I don't think.
0: It's like, and, it's like it's like he told he told it's like he told Tony Khan, trust me.
1: And now what what, what you need to do, rewatch the media scrum, mm-hmm. not you specifically, but maybe you too. Mm-hmm. And just after every every sentence that Punk finishes, just you know what? Don't look at CM Punk. It's gonna be look at Tony Khan. Mm-hmm. Look at Tony Khan's faces after the things he says. I was doing that. Like this that man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw what I saw. This is an emasculated. This is a made to look more like a mark than MJF ever did to him mm-hmm. in that promo.
0: Especially like, the line where that Tony Khan did not react at all when Punk said, "I'm trying to run a fucking business." I'm sorry, Punk. What what business are you fucking running?
1: Yeah, for him to get that upset about these things that people are just saying for a guy who drops a pipe. Pipe bomb talking about long after Vince McMahon is dead mm-hmm. and all these nasty fucking things. When it comes his way, he can't take it. Mm-hmm. He turns into a, like a bitch. I think some of it's true.
0: And and then taking pot shots saying, oh, so he shares a bank account with his mom. That tells you all you need to know. Like, what does it
1: tell me? Right. Oh, it well, tells me that maybe he's taking care of his mother's finances.
0: Yeah, it also like what say does that that's his, It also doesn't say that's his only bank account.
1: Yeah, like you know, like he can have a bank account with his mother and his own bank account. Yeah, like I don't like, understand what you're like doing you said, here.
0: Like you said, I share a bank account with my wife. I also have my own two personal bank accounts.
1: No, it's perfect. Well, like, yeah, but I'm just I'm saying like that's why it came yeah. up because this guy, I I think. And, because this happens like, you know, an experience in your life. When somebody reacts so strongly to certain things, there's truth to it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If it's so ridiculous, you treat it like it's ridiculous. You reject the premise. You mm-hmm. laugh it off. But instead, this is what you do, which leads me to believe that. And I, you know what? I think this might be his drug of choice. That's why he's straight edge. That's why he doesn't need, okay, besides his farts, which we, we, I, we've yet to prove if I'm correct on that. We also have
0: yet to disprove.
1: Exactly. There's no evidence to the contrary. Mm -hmm. And there's no evidence for. And that's why Richard Riz is my lawyer. That's why he
0: has a a, a door on his locker room. Keep it in.
1: Yeah. His locker room. All right? A guy who's supposed to be like everybody else. Just like Hangman called him out. And the reason he punked in like that. Because he knows part of it is true.
2: Mm If
1: there was... like. This dude claims to be a professional. He doesn't even act like one. If Mm -hmm. he really had a problem with Hangman said in there, I don't know if he did or didn't. He could have addressed, talked to him about it like, hey, what was going on in there? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But he couldn't do that. You know why? Because there was truth to what Hangman was saying. Mm -hmm. That's why.
0: It's immature, petulant baby shit.
1: Yep. It's uh, it's it's crazy, man. It's and you know what, you might be vindicated in this. I I think we just we both might be correct in that it's a work, but only CM Punk knows that. Could be. And I think that's where the issue is, mm-hmm. because a lot of it it smells fishy, and I feel like them throwing out that legal action thing is like uh we're not going to talk about this and let it cool over and then we'll start doing the angle shit later.
0: Yeah, there's allegedly an a third-party investigation happening right now and any any suspensions or any any sort of disciplinary uh act will come after the conclusion of that.
1: The only the only thing we can be sure of is that Hangman Adam Page is way more likable than CM Punk. Yes. Say what you want about his wrestling or whatever. You're not a huge Hangman fan. You've said this to everybody already. I have. But yes. he's been screwed, and he seems to be an, a, an okay guy.
0: And screwed and, again this week.
1: Yeah, and we're going to get to that when we get to that. I
0: know. I, know. I remember highlighting that when I that, did my highlights.
1: Yeah. Um. And, and you have every right uh, to feel that way. And I think we'll we'll discuss it. We'll we'll, we'll figure out what we mean by that um, down the line. If the part of me that makes it feel like it's not a work is that all of this, if it's not a work, it makes CM Punk. If it's a work, it makes CM Punk a bigger asshole Mm -hmm. and it makes Tony Khan a not smart businessman Mm -hmm. because lost in this and, you know, say what you want about it. It should have been a bigger deal that MJF came back. Yes. Nobody cares. Mm -hmm. Like literally no one cared. Afterthought. Exactly. And MJF
0: is much better than an afterthought.
1: Yeah. that's, That's the issue that I have. That's the one thing where I'm like, man, you know, it's like being on the opposite side of like being a conspiracy theorist in like outside life. Mm -hmm. You know where I'm like, listen, man, I know what you're thinking here, but sometimes it is what it is. Mm -hmm. So I don't know yet, but you could be right. And like I say, it could be both of us. Hell, it could be none of us, but just something that the whole thing screwing up MJF's thing, that just makes me feel like something's going on.
0: Yep. And you know what? Uh, because
1: think about it. Cause look, the trio's title, that situation was fucked up. Like mm-hmm. it's not just one title that was botched because of that. Like all these things that are happening really feels like a cleanup to a situation that wasn't planned really like it right. or correctly.
0: Yeah. And it's like this company is three years old. How many times have they stripped people of titles now? It's a little early. It's a lot.
1: It's yeah.
0: It's a lot. So soon.
1: The the strongest championship is the Jade Cargo Championship. Yeah, like it's the only one,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it's because it's been with the same person <laughs> since it's become a title.
2: Yeah,
0: but you know, but that and that's how you build a title. And yeah, I feel yeah. like, and I'm 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 gonna say this and get off the topic because I'll get back on the soapbox later. I feel like that should have been Hangman's run. Obviously, he wasn't the first champ, wasn't going to be the first champ. When he got it, he should have had a long period. He should have held it for a long time. Getting off of that.
1: Well, Punk, uh, Paige was affected by the pandemic, too. Wasn't he?
2: Like, didn't they change
1: the plans because of that? Like, wasn't there, you know what I mean? Wasn't he, like, I think, I don't know. I'll believe you. Like, because a lot of things changed. Like, I felt like before the whole like shutting down of the world, like he was on track for something. But they shifted gears or whatever. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Remember when he he was doing the he had a story. He had a backstory where like he had a drinking problem and then he became friends with Dark Order and he and slowly but surely we didn't see him drinking anymore.
1: Yeah, and but th- didn't a lot of this take place when it was COVID? Because I'm pretty sure, like, his tag team match, when him and Kenny lost the belts, there was, like, no one there. Like, it was one of those, like, you know, before people started to be able to, like, real people, and it was just, like, you know, wrestlers.
0: Yeah, I think I think him and Kenny... So, him and Kenny losing the belts, and then him ultimately facing Kenny was going to be the story anyway.
1: Yeah, but, like, change, things changed, I guess. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Anyway, we'll... we'll... We'll read the book when it comes out. Let's move on. Oh, oh, one, one point I wanted to make. I watch Dynamite. I typically watch Dynamite a day late. So I had heard. That it seemed like the internet was a buzz with Moxie's promo. There was a lot of praise for it. Moxie's promo on Dynamite this week, oh. with MJF. Um, I, I mean, I liked it. I didn't love it. I'm a Miles fan. I I felt it could have been stronger.
1: the 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 issue that I had was considering the situation that they're in and what's happening. It's a, it was a bit tepid. Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. if they were not coming off a situ off of what happened on Sunday, I'd feel a little bit different. But it's almost like they exist in a universe that has nothing to do with what happened at the scrum. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying, what I'm trying to say, like it did require more. It's just, I, if, if nothing happened Sunday, I think it would have been fine, mm-hmm. but something did happen Sunday. It was a huge things. What happened Sunday? Like he briefly adjusted, but it wasn't, I don't know. It just felt weak considering what we just experienced.
0: Yeah. And it's weird that so it
1: was like a rah, rah. It was almost like he gave a different version of this to the locker room mm-hmm. and brought it out here for the fans.
0: Yeah. So you open your show with the the owner of the company announcing that two major championships that were just won on Sunday are now vacant.
1: Pre-taped. He didn't even have the balls to go out there.
0: I don't know if it was pre-taped, but it was definitely backstage. And he was definitely reading a teleprompter.
1: It wasn't live. Okay. Because he wasn't reacting to them booing the shit out of him in the fucking crowd. <laughs> You didn't even flinch. Like, this is a person that's being taped. It's not somebody that's, like, off the cuffing it. Okay. I'll give you that. But this is, like, this is major news. People are going to look up. They're going to Google.
0: They're going to say what happened. Why are these titles now vacant? Someone, not Tony Khan, Moxley, maybe should have mentioned it. Backstage scuffle. Some drama.
1: I think right now they're People trying with their
0: panties in a bunch. Just say something. You don't have to say exactly what it was, exactly who it was. Mention a scuffle.
1: I agree with what you're saying because it's true. Everybody knows, but maybe you should address it like a little bit. But it could be a the whole like there's legal action involved kind of thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So there might be something there with that. And maybe trying to smooth this over and like bringing it public might not help that. Like this guy, I think he's arrogant enough to think where he can salvage this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's one thing for stuff to be said behind the scenes about stuff like this, but then to make it public, it kind of makes it harder for like if they want to work with this guy again. So there's a few reasons.
0: Kilo Khan getting ready for that promo. All right, I'm ready. I got this.
1: Don't oh, I anything. see what you did there. Thank you. Is that what you were saying? Yes. Yeah, that's the I was confused for a second. I'm wait a second, because I'm pretty sure that's the name of a villain in a TV show I used to watch as a kid.
0: I think you're thinking Kublai Khan.
1: No, not thinking of that. Oh. Okay. And I know of Kublai Khan and Ancient Aliens. Or
0: Kublai Khan. <laughs> I don't which know. I think is a wrestler.
1: No man, there, there used to be. This TV show called Superhuman Samurai. And what it was was this was back when like computers were new to people and like ridiculous shit happened in computers. But basically, there was like a virus. I don't know what he was. He was a virus or something. But the dude's name was KiloCon, hmm. like a kilobyte, you know? Uh-huh.
0: Okay, okay, okay. So
1: that's where I was like, wait a second. <laughs> So like did you watch Superhuman Samurai? And I'm like, no. No he did. He told yeah. me that he was gonna drop a bomb ass nickname on Tony Khan <laughs> on the podcast.
0: <laughs> well I I, I
1: I pay attention. You do? Yeah. Um uh That's pretty good.
0: Thank you. Apolo- i It'd be
1: better if he was like huge. You yeah. Know?
0: So it's funny that a kilobyte is almost nothing, but a kilogram is a whole fucking lot.
1: Apparently. Yeah, so Kilo Khan was voiced uh-huh. by Tim Curry. Wow. Yeah, and it's spelled Kilo K-I-L-O Khan. K-A-H-N.
0: Ah, uh, this is K-H-A-N.
1: Yeah, okay. so still. So I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: good. I didn't I'm steal like I, s-
1: I knew that sounded familiar to
2: me. Mm-hmm. Uh.
0: All right. Okay, so... Moving on from that, I'm sure we'll touch on it again later as we get to more parts of the news. But uh, continuing with injuries, because CM Punk's injury was part of that. Ruby Soho suffered a broken nose in the mixed tag match in the, uh, what was it, the zero hour of all out. Uh, I don't know if you saw it. I saw a replay. Uh, Sammy had her in an inverted Alabama slam position, and then Ty kicked her in the head. And Sammy dropped her, and she landed, which he was supposed to drop her, but she landed awkwardly on the side of her head and neck, and she was lucky she didn't break her neck.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: But yeah.
1: Crisis Matt. averted.
0: Yeah. According to Matt Boone, the Jungle Boy vs. Christian match didn't happen because of unna- an unnamed injury that Christian is dealing with.
1: Interesting.
0: I think he found that there were a lot of dads in the crowd, and it just it hurt his heart.
1: Not enough dead dads in this crowd for my liking, Christian Cage is quoted as saying.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He'll be out for six to nine months. Richard yeah. Riz is quoted as saying. Nice.
0: <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of fucked up shit, we have a twofer here. In a follow-up to a report a few weeks ago of Velveteen Dream, uh, Patrick Clark, being charged with battery and trespassing, TMZ noted that he allegedly got physical with a gym employee. After being told to leave a section of the gym that was closed, temporarily closed for cleaning. After being told about the temporary closure, he allegedly got physical and bit and punched the man. There's a theme this week.
1: Good lord. <laughs> Velveteen Dream is the real life. Uh, it's becoming like the real life bum-ass Corbin. Yeah. But like way more, you know. Troublesome, like mm-hmm. worry. This is worrying.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: this is bad. The report goes yeah, on he to needs say help. that it, it, it gets worse after this next sentence. Uh, the report goes on to say that officers were called to the scene and noticed bite marks on his quote left chest near the left armpit.
1: Uh, did he try to go for his nipple or something and didn't make it? Maybe. He had like pushed him and he hit that area instead with his mouth. Must've. Like imagine, dead. imagine Patrick Clark just like coming at you. <laughs> Arr, arr, arr. <laughs> that's, crazy. That,
0: that's crazy that's crazy that's some i like i feel like i'd see that on Chappelle's show
1: arr, arr, arr. No. no no you gotta have like a little spray bottle of water in it <laughs> <laughs> and he and he keeps like he, he he. the only reason is he doesn't want it to get in his hair. Yeah, he like this. Best with his hair
0: more fucked up can we get more fucked up
1: my answers to that yes please
0: in an interview with the Wrestling Outlaws podcast, hosted by Vince Russo.
1: your boy, bro.
0: EC3 <laughs> shared a story of Velveteen Dream setting up his phone in EC3's bathroom during a party at his house to record people urinating.
1: All right. Here's the thing. This Allegedly, is a business of liars, right? So uh-huh. you got to take, especially guys like EC3, you got to take what they say with a grain of salt. He mm-hmm. could be telling the truth, but he could also be lying. You've got a 50-50 chance here.
0: Yeah, um, that But is it is true.
1: fucked up. Right. I, I, I don't see a reason why EC3 would want to, like, destroy Velveteen Dream with a lie like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But you can't really, like, so assume try- people's motives and intentions.
0: They, yeah, they were trying to, like, get... Get some details out of him, but they were cautioning, sort of. They were sort of cautioning him to watch his language because the video is he could posted be liable. on YouTube. Like they didn't, like he said "phallus," and they 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 sort of directed him away from using that word, yeah. and suggested he use "pp" and "wee wee." Oh my
1: god!
0: So 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 he gave the details. So Russo asks. So so this thing is what? Like the phone is like leaning up against the back of the toilet, and EC3 is like, yeah, pretty much. Well, actually it was it was off, it was off to the side leaning up against the the soap dispenser. Like that's a detail that I feel like a liar wouldn't think to add.
1: Or that's where EC3 keeps his phone to videotape people's dicks. Maybe. Like it could be Either way, you see what I'm doing here, guys? This is this is me being like a devil's advocate. I got to talk like that. That's going to be the new character. Devil's advocate is like a slimy lawyer trying to like, like hey, come on, guys.
0: I like it. But but you're right. You know, like if maybe that's something EC3 did, he said that like he, he saw the phone in there while he was peeing.
1: By the way, not accusing EC3 of anything. I'm just saying devil's ad.
0: So he said he saw the phone there while he was while he was peeing.
1: Say like, hey, that's not my phone.
0: Grabbed the phone, saw that it was recording. He stopped the phone from recording, deleted the recording of himself, but then put it back as if you know to to sort of continue the ruse so that like when whoever I think he he wasn't sure at the time yet whose phone it was. So like whenever they go back in, they think okay maybe they got the recording or whatever. So. He leaves the bathroom after setting the phone back up where the way it was, and then sits sits on the couch and waits. He says mm-hmm. immediately after Velveteen Dream went to the bathroom and left. And EC3 went back into the bathroom, and the phone was gone.
2: Mm.
0: So what EC3 did, he said, everyone out, I'm going to bed.
2: Like right after that?
0: Yeah. Okay. Because you don't, he said he didn't want to like start a major like fucking commotion like right then and there but he did tell select people that were there about what he what he found
1: that's what i was gonna ask about
0: and he didn't name any names um interesting so what what lead what lend some credence to the story in that like i feel like he's sharing and not sharing you know, like, like I feel like he's sharing appropriate information. He said that um, he didn't want to guess what else accidentally got recorded because there were some people there at the party that might have been doing some other things in the bathroom. Mm. He said that, like, he thought when he when he realized what was going on, he thought he was tripping. But I don't do any drugs that make me trip.
1: <laughs> That's a good point. That's valid. Right. Yeah, like nah, bro. I know my drugs, man. That shit ain't nothing. Yeah. All I do is smoke weed, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: So, like, there's, there's no, like, obviously, there's no evidence, but I feel like the way he's telling the story, the details he's leaving, and the details that he is saying he's leaving out, um, it it, it makes it believable.
1: I mean, unless homie's smart enough to have a burner PP phone. Mm-hmm. then you could have easily found out whose phone that was. Like, you're in the bathroom. You got plenty of time to go through the – like, you click on the gallery and look at everything else that's in there. You can see whose phone it is. They got – too- unless – you know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't even try.
0: Or maybe or or maybe because of uh, The Herbal essence, he didn't think of that. All uh, right. Maybe he was just like, let me see who goes in there next, and if the phone's still there after they come out.
1: I wonder what strain he's on. He's not conspira- He's not on conspiracy theorists, that's for sure. Because if he was on conspiracy theorists, I'd be like, holy shit, the CIA's fucking spying on my dick. If he, and if I, he I'd, I'd want to find out, like, why is, why is the why is the CIA trying to look at my
0: dick? If he, if he was on this conspiracy theorist shit, he probably wouldn't have been on Russo's podcast.
1: I don't know, bro, but. Honestly, I'm about to come out against the FBI and the CIA trying to look at my penis. They're after me. Um, and they could be, you know, honestly. So, look, people, if anything teaches us this. When well, you go to a bathroom, if you had a party, look around, make sure you're not being recorded because people are fucking weird and creepy and just got you got to get the lay the land. You can't trust nobody. You don't know who's invited. Mm-hmm. Even if it's your friend's house, man, you got to be like, I don't know all these people. Even then, yep. but but he's still controlling his narrative. He
0: said that when he when he got when he initially got called up, this is sort of an aside. When he initially got called up to the main roster, he was like, you you know I I'm hurt, right? You know I have a concussion. I can't really They're like, yeah, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll we'll figure it out. And like his first match, he he had already suffered two concussions in NXT. One of them against Velveteen Dream. Um. So his first main roster match, he got the worst concussion of his career and said he got a concussion three minutes into the match and doesn't remember any of the rest of the match.
1: That sucks. So it looks to me like he might have an issue with Dream.
0: You know, it it, it could be.
1: Uh, or, interesting. Interesting. Or
0: Or maybe Dream's a little fucked up.
1: It could be both. I'm just
0: saying, I mean, look,
1: maybe I don't, I don't got to convince a jury.
0: What kind of man bites a stranger? Allegedly.
1: I don't got to convince a jury. Just one.
0: Yeah.
1: I just need one person to be like, I don't know. You know, Mm -hmm. just one guy I got to confuse or gal. Only one person I got to confuse. I mean, uh, convince. That's what I mean.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Or Or convince that they're
2: confused.
0: Yes. Moving on, WWE announced that Triple H has been promoted to chief content officer where he will, quote, oversee creative writing, talent relations, live events, talent development, and creative services, and will report directly to Nick Khan, with the press release noting that uh, since he took over creative, raw viewership has increased 15%, and social media engagement has also seen a double-digit bump. Sean Michaels also got a promotion to Senior Vice President of Talent Development Creative, which takes his original role of being in charge of NXT and expands it to, quote, oversee the expansion of the NXT brand, including the expansion of NXT UK into NXT Europe.
1: Wow. One day you're... got a tank in you. Roll it into... that territory. Next thing, you're the fucking establishment, man. That's yeah. crazy.
0: Oh, you know what? Mar- marry the boss's daughter. That's how it works.
1: I guess so.
0: And he does not even work for her.
1: No. That's the best part.
0: Yeah. According to FightfulSelect.com, it is believed that Malachi Black has been granted his release from AEW with select conditions assumed to be some sort of non-compete clause. He had reportedly met with officials a few times over the past couple of weeks, but ultimately cited his mental health as his reason for wanting to leave.
1: Interesting. Must be some kind of toxic uh atmosphere over there.
0: Maybe, or maybe he wants to go back and work where his wife works.
1: No, I don't think he's happy with how it was over there.
0: Mm, it's different now.
1: No, I'm talking about AEW.
0: Oh, AEW. Oh yeah, yeah, certainly, certainly.
1: Yeah. Um I'm just saying there's a lot of evidence like it's t- it tells me like they're painting this one picture over there and it's not what they paint. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it's like the pic. It's like one of those like, uh, you know, the 3D picture things where you try to find the schooner slash sailboat
2: mm-hmm.
1: in the image. Like some people see things one way and think another. And I think it depends on how much of a friend you are to the people who make the decisions around there. Mm. I think that's what it's about there. I think it's a different kind of politics. It's not, you know, it's like, it's the same thing like being in the office. It's like the line between office and boys is blurred. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some
0: of the boys are office.
1: Yeah. And that stuff doesn't just happen and not have an effect on everything else, Mm -hmm. uh, if that makes any sense. So... And, you know, a lot of the guys, I think Balakai Black is just one of the guys that's like, yeah, it was better over there. And, you know, now that that fucking, like, I'm saying this as Balakai Black, not, you know, like, a Balakai Black in my mind.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Like, now that that old fuck's gone, maybe somebody else will give me a chance. Mm -hmm. And the one guy that gave me a chance is is running the shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. My wife's there. You know, I just don't like it here. Or this isn't what I wanted to do here. So now he could do his thing the best he can over there. Mm-hmm. Like when his no compete thing, which is basically don't wrestle over there for yeah. a little while and then we'll let you go. So
0: and honestly, how like House of Black definitely could have been used on TV more or prominently. Yeah.
1: And look, I definitely don't blame Brody King for this. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, what's going on? Like, do they stay? Are they staying? Do they have like a what's their deal with them? You know, Buddy Murphy, Brody King, and that's like, what is it? It's just Brody Murphy and but at I was just say yes. Buddy King, Brody, Brody, Murphy. Brody Murphy at Buddy King mm-hmm. at Julia Hart. You know, without mm-hmm. Malachi Black, is kind of like I don't know. Everybody should go their separate ways. I think.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I really liked the subtlety of the shift in focus in Miro's promo this week.
1: Yeah, basically confirming that Malachi Black is gone. Mm -hmm. I guess God took care of him for him. Yeah. uh, That's what I got from that promo. Mm
0: -hmm. God being uh, Kilo Khan.
1: Yeah, the shift in his... It's getting better, the Redeemer thing, because there's still some menace in there. I don't want him talking like that to me. I, I but like, like watching it on TV is a bit different.
0: Yeah, like I I I only ever played the first, but I feel like he played way too much God of War.
1: No, I don't think he went that far. I don't think he played enough God of War. If I'm Maybe. Being honest, <laughs> it's not that he. It's not that you think he played too much. as you didn't play enough. Okay. I
0: yeah, did not like play,
1: play he's. Enough. Yeah, it's not like he's like. Like, what do you think God of War is about, Richard? Is
0: uh, it's about well, <laughs> the first one. Okay. Is about you know Kratos. Yeah. Uh, fight, fighting the gods, and then Why the he Why is he
1: fighting one the one gods?
0: Uh, I don't remember. It's been a very, very, very long time.
1: Well, okay, okay, interesting. It's
0: been like three generations of game consoles. Long time.
1: I don't know, like, but it doesn't sound like the Redeemers try to kill God.
0: No, but like. Kind of just like the way he talks about his 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 odyssey, if you will, and like how his his God is basically fucking with him, keeping him away from his wife and his gold.
1: Well, then he's not doing God of War. He's doing the fucking. Iliad. Yeah, like I, well, you fucking read that thing. I know for a fact you I, read I, that. I, thing. Yes,
0: I read the odyssey, I think twice.
1: Yeah, you fucking nerd. You of all people should know that's what he's talking about.
0: Yeah, but like I, I. No, because he was uh, on the Odyssey.
1: He, he's similar. lost. He's being kept from home by fucking Poseidon because he decided he wanted to fucking disrespect him. Like you disrespect a god for you fucking moron. What the fuck did you think was gonna happen?
0: Listen, when you're when you're on a ship out in the ocean, where are you supposed to piss? Okay.
1: That. That, I don't think that's what it was about. <laughs> and you may, you may have, and you're trying to trick me because you read the book. And I could have just been like, yeah, that tracks. He read the book. Obviously, that's what the whole thing was about. <laughs> Obviously.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, he was trying to come home. He was coming home from the Trojan War. Mm-hmm. And the sign like, hey, fuck you. And he's like, come on, man. And then he's, you know, he's lost and he gets on these adventures. Mm hmm. You know, I think there were sirens and stuff. Yeah, he comes back and this fucking dude's trying to, you know, anyway, I don't know what the point of any of that was. But, yeah, it was more like he's Odysseus as opposed to, like, you know, fucking Kratos.
2: Yeah,
0: but Odysseus had a crew for a while.
1: Yeah, so what? Uh, But, like, Kratos isn't being kept from his family because, you know, he's being kept from them because they're in fucking hell. Because they're mm. dead. Mm. Like, because he killed them. Because he was tricked into killing them by Ares. Which is why he's fucking pissed at him. Ew. You know, Ares, the god of war? Yes. Yeah. My boomer friend. Let us I, continue. I you,
0: before a we alien... Sad time for Jerry, or Sag, as they say on Twitch for some reason. I I've
1: never why. used that before. I've I I had I to ask never. you about it.
0: Yes, it's, I just it's want to sad. That. They just put a GE at the end. I still don't know why, but
1: I hear sad just hate speech now.
0: Okay, <laughs> but um, yeah, cue the violins, cue the sad music, Pat- cue the
1: QT Marshall.
0: Pat McAfee announced on his podcast that he's taking a temporary leave from calling SmackDown to host ESPN's college game day. He said he thought he could do both traveling immediately after SmackDown via his own private jet to wherever game day is filmed. But WWE officials said, quote, if you're going to do game day, which is a great opportunity, congratulations. We love the show. You cannot be traveling overnight for the entirety of the season. It's not good for your health. It's not good for your family. It's not good for anything. Whenever the time is right, we will have you back in our family.
1: That's cool. Because, um, cool.
0: uh, you know, they obviously know what an asset he is because they just re-signed him to a, a multi-year deal. Interesting that he was allowed to even pursue an outside opportunity. But very cool that they're just like, listen, this, is, this isn't going to work for you. Explore that opportunity and come back when you're ready.
1: I mean, listen. If he was a guy that wasn't as energetic as he is, then you know that's a different story. You're not even gonna be able to. It's not even about them being nice. It's about them dog yeah, you're gonna suck. You're gonna <laughs> suck here, and you're gonna suck there. Well, you know what I so mean? He's gonna,
0: more so, he's gonna suck there because he, he he's going from SmackDown Friday nights to wherever the hell game day is filmed Saturday morning.
1: Yeah. It doesn't matter though. Like eventually one affects the other It's the same thing. Like you're still the one person doing the two things. It affects both. Mm -hmm. So really it's like also they're experiencing dealing with shit like this. It's like, yeah, we're not going through this again. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, they've done this a lot of times probably throughout, you know, people's schedules and things, you know, Mm -hmm. and you know, Hey, shit happens. Um, maybe we can get Morrow back. I don't know. That'd be yeah. great. But I got to say, like, I'm not, I'm not, I am I don't like to overreact and I'm not going to overreact, but you know, next to Roman Reigns, somehow, like, I guess retiring because that's the only way he'd lose the belts. Mm-hmm. That's like the only thing that could, that's like the only thing worse than losing Pat McAfee. Yeah. And like. I don't know what to do here because what I don't like about raw is on SmackDown. Now
0: you really dislike Corey Graves.
1: It's not that I dislike him that much. It's that I think three hours is enough. Hmm. I think three hours with Corey Graves is enough. I didn't make that commitment to him. Carmella did. So, I'd appreciate it if they get a replacement for him because I don't need him there. I don't want him there. People undervalue the effect an announce team has on a show and the matches that they're in. Like, Pat McAfee, just the Pat McAfee appreciation minutes. Uh, I'm going gonna, gonna to be quick because we do it all the time. I'm just saying, you know, he's really Good. Hey, he made SmackDown like a fun place. You know, when when SmackDown comes on and I know he's there, I know I'm going to have fun. It's going to be a good time. When it's Corey Graves in them, it's like, I don't I don't like it. I don't know. It's something the energy in that booth is not as good as Michael Cole and Pat McAfee on Friday night.
0: It's true. I mean, I, I agree. His energy is off the charts and uh, he will be missed for the next. Uh, uh, I don't know how long college football season is but uh for however long that is
1: fucking hate college football hate it especially now
0: moving on uh this probably could have been mentioned earlier with the title stuff in AEW, but one-third of the ring of honor six-man tag champions dalton castle is now a free agent with no word on what will happen to the titles or the boys wow someone forgot to file some paperwork
1: uh look they had a lot of things going on rich i don't know if you're aware um you know sometimes things fall through the cracks like who's running the um the aew uh thing like who's running stuff over there like Uh, who's doing roh like who's taking care of that like i don't know about roh
0: uh i read though that uh christopher daniels is uh head of talent relations for AEW.
1: you know i remember another organization that had the boys doing work uh for a while they lasted a good amount of time didn't they
0: i think so
1: you know they're really extreme um Mm. You know, you don't really need to have people that are wrestlers also work like you could just have people that can just do the job.
0: In case I didn't mention it whenever it came out in the news, I don't remember this, but uh, Bobby Fish uh, officially became a free agent on August 31st and has already been booked for an indie show on September 24th. So won't be seeing him in the WWE this month.
1: He, he should be collecting social security. Like, what is he even doing? Like, he doesn't have to. He's, He's doing it for the love of the game. Yeah, Yeah, you know, 30 going on 77, whatever.
0: Something like that.
1: <laughs>
0: Punk. Alright. Uh, last bit of news for now. Lo Brown's contract with Impact has expired, where he was a producer, talent relations, and recruitment, and former color commentator.
1: I'm sorry, what did you just say?
0: Dilo Brown's contract with Impact.
1: No, keep going.
0: Where he was a producer. Oh. <laughs> talent relations. Uh huh. Hey, Dilo. I think uh, I think uh, someone in AEW could use your services there.
1: Okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> keep going.
0: Or color commentator. Hey, how about uh, going to the Blue Brand? Yeah, I I feel like D'Lo Brown's uh, services are in high demand at the moment, even though Tony Khan doesn't know it. It's been a rough three
1: months this week.
0: Yeah, (laughs) it's been a long time. Uh,
1: Jesus Christ.
0: All right, let me see something here. We are, where's the freaking?
1: It's been about an hour.
0: Yeah, there it is. God damn it. Fuck, I'm old. All right.
1: Listen, it's not like you're the editor-in-chief of this podcast.
0: I know. But uh, I still like I like to make it e- pretty easy on you. So let's jump straight into the first event we had from last weekend, which was Clash at the Castle.
2: There's
1: so much.
0: What's wrestling. wrong? There's just so much wrestling this week.
1: Yeah. There's so much. All right. You know you love it. You know what? It sucks. You know what sucks when you do it when you gotta sit. And like be excited about something.
0: Wait, wait, no. And
1: then you gotta like, like pull around the air for something to talk about. That mm-hmm. sucks. We didn't have to do that. That's true. There's too much to talk about.
0: And yes, and that that is a good thing. Yeah. So this, this actually is a Clash of the Castle. What is this? This is this is NXT. What was it? Uh, Worlds Collide. That's yeah. Like-
1: so, and it, it's so it's a real. N X T Clash at the Colliding Worlds Castle that weekend. So That's Clash everything. at
0: the Castle was the previous week?
1: No, dude. See, you're confused because Damn. Clash at the Castle is called that because it's in where? Wales. That's right, Richard Riz. This was done on a Saturday at one o'clock. In the afternoon for us Yanks.
0: Right. We recorded after Clash. We watched Clash. That's right. Recorded. Okay. You see? I did, I wanted to make sure I didn't fucking miss it.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it so
0: long. Uh,
1: I wasn't sure if I saw it, but I did. So here we are. <laughs> wow, Rich, you must have really enjoyed it. What would you not know if you saw it or not?
0: I remember Solo Sokoa.
1: <laughs> oh that's right you were yeah you were yeah this is this is all understandable as to why you're half a person <laughs> all
0: exactly.
1: right yeah i get it okay jesus christ it was worse for you
0: it was not always like
1: three months worth of news it's fucking <laughs> you i weren't traveled even, that yeah time. i
0: traveled so long
1: damn not, not for
0: nothing before. so I hate our, that uh, shit. really briefly i don't remember okay. if i told the story last week um Our friends drove us back from uh, Connecticut slash upstate New York last week, right? But -hmm. our friends drove up the day of the wedding. It took Mm us about an hour, 45 minutes to get back, right? It should have taken them like about the same amount to get there. It took them five and a half hours to drive up.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So they... Had quite the drive up. First match on Worlds Collide was Hayes and Ricochet. Hayes wins with an inside cradle. Great match. I loved this match. This was one of my favorite matches on the card, if not the... I think this is the only match I highlighted. But also, I, you know, I didn't... I don't remember a lot. (laughs) But I I remember being awesome.
1: It was like... It was even a roll-up that he won with.
0: It was an inside
1: cradle. Yeah, so... And... Ricochet was pissed. Mm, He's I like, would be too. He couldn't believe it. I was mm. like, yeah, that's pretty good. Because
0: Ricochet is a veteran here.
1: That's the whole point. It's, look, Rich, it's called storytelling. All right. What are you, Kilo Khan?
0: I like it. All right. I like it. I like it. Uh, Next segment, we see Roddy laid out in the parking lot and Damon Kemp. Who, where, what?
1: Oh, my God, I can't believe it was me, David Kemp, who beat you up like this. I hope you're OK.
0: Yeah, there's a pattern. First of all, stay the fuck out of the NXT parking lot. Second of all, the first person you see there wondering what the fuck happened, it's them. Cruz, Diamond Mine out of the Unified Tag Titles and pretty deadly become the Unified Tag Champs.
1: I feel like such an idiot. Like, how do we not know to pick them? Like it, 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 there was no way it couldn't have been them. Like they're the one team you don't want to have it. They're gonna win the match.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, the thing <laughs> is, like I, I didn't think that they would turn Damon Kemp so soon.
1: Yeah, that was a little weird. And I like, thought he was gonna just be with them.
0: Yeah. But. So what's Damon Kemp doing now? Is so. We saw some shady shit out of Roddy previously, and he lays out Roddy.
1: So was it Damon that was, is the story that he's been, like, putting a rift in Diamond Mine?
0: That's kind of what he said. He said he was, what did he say? He was stirring the drink when he meant stirring the pot?
1: I think so, but I think he was, he realized that stirring drinks, I think that was Dawkins, Right.
0: Maybe, but stir. You know, no, it's stir- a bigger
1: bowl. Like he's stirring like a stew, you know.
0: Yeah, Dawkins stirring. Or he's like doing
1: the yeah. He's stirring the pot, right? Yeah, you know, which
0: uh, which Red Velvet copied for a while. Yeah. She's from your mama's kitchen, so she's stirring the.
1: Well, pot she needs to stop coming out of my mama's kitchen. Mm-hmm. It's getting weird. A
2: little weird. Yeah. But uh, anyway. yeah
0: if, if you if you stir a drink, like why why are you stirring the drink? Do you just put a roofie in it?
2: And, yeah, I
1: think so. I think you, you just you know.
0: Listen. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> um Man uh let's see, Tony, Stacks, backstage don't care. Not important. Uh interesting that they had one of the champs come out first for the for the triple threat women's unification match. Riko Satamora came out first. I thought it should have been um
1: The one who right? doesn't have a belt?
0: Yeah, Blair Davenport.
1: Yeah, but she wanted to get the stringies. Um Satsumura did. They did the whole stringies for her.
0: Oh, I don't remember noticing. Cool.
1: Yeah, she had the whole Japanese, you know, you are the best. You are there. Mm-hmm. Um So
0: as I think we predicted, Mandy pinned uh, Blair Davenport. Oh, the rightful kiss. queen. Kiss from a rose.
1: That's another thing that's kind of like, why did we idiots figure that out? Because it's like, there's no way Blair, it, Blair Davenport, it's a triple threat, yeah. so protect the champions. Like, neither one of them were going to take the fucking loss.
0: Yeah, we said that. You, I remember you saying that last week.
1: Yeah, but but what I mean is like, why even bother? You know what I mean? It's like, what other reason? Like, I get it. Like, oh, she's she's pretty tough, and maybe she would have got a title shot, but that you're you're here now. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in the back of the line. You don't just beat Indy Hartwell, who's been doing the job for fucking everybody. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you're I'm, I think I should be in this thing. And they're like, all right, sure, I guess. <laughs> yeah. She hasn't <laughs> beat you yet, and let's put you on the thing.
0: Fine, mm-hmm.
1: all right. All right. We had
0: go. a JD McDonough
1: thing, and then let's she's see. so hot, freaking uh-huh. Mandy Mandy Rose. Oh, Mandy, yeah. oh, Mandy absolutely. Rose, so hot. Yeah, yeah. That outfit was amazing. I'm like, eh. mm-hmm. that's why I think she should unify the. She should like, I don't know how they do it. I don't care. Just have her become the SmackDown Women's Champion, and then you could, and she'll still be the NXT Women's Champion. And her NXT schedule will be like Roman's schedule. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I like it. Yeah, that'd be great. Like she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like she should definitely like it's time to elevate this way. The NXT championship, you see how important it is through her, because you see it whenever she's on SmackDown.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I agree. I like it. Uh, Casey and Casey retain after a distraction from Toxic Attraction. Which was interesting.
1: Outfits were interesting.
0: Outfits were great.
1: Yeah, like man, even just regular clothes. So. (laughs) Okay.
0: It's weird, cause well, there were no heels in that match, unless Nikki Ash and Dewdrop are heels.
1: No, see the thing is, like, when you're a superstar that came from NXT. I mean, come back down. Unless you did something fucking gross and heinous, you're gonna get cheered. You know what I mean? Because it's like homecoming.
0: Okay, so because
1: don't forget, Dewdrop, even though she was NXT UK, she's still she's still NXT. Yeah. You know so... what I mean? And them, they themselves, that team is worlds colliding because she's from NXT UK and Nikki Cross is a NXT original.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And well, you know, she was an NXT and then she came up here. You know, and they're together there. So mm-hmm. that's a good, you know. So they were all faces, really.
0: All right. So then Toxic Attraction just had their own interests just to fuck with them, just to be like, hey, we're,
1: we're not here. the champions. Yeah. And you are or they're, you know, whatever, but fuck off.
0: Mm-hmm. Backstage with Dyad, Grayson Wallers, Weird.
1: Yeah, because it's the Dyad are just in the background. Like this is an episode of Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. selling happy face buttons, which I used to own.
0: I think they were giving them away.
1: Oh, they're just giving them away. It's like really culty, and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right. I don't even know why Grayson Wall is still there.
0: He could be on SmackDown.
1: He could be. Sunday Night Heat, whatever. Anywhere you want.
0: Uh, main event, uh, Braun came out first, which is okay, because Tyler is also a champ, but he's not the champ. And he is no longer the champ anyway.
1: Well, his entrance was awesome. Like he, Tyler Bate, when he came, when he's walking, like he's walking past all the champions. That was cool. That's like it's like a hall of champions, you know? He's like he's the last, he's the last one, man. He's the and last. The first. That's right, last and the first. That, first alpha kind of, and the omega.
0: It's kind of a good little stat to have, especially he signed when he was 18. They said.
1: Yeah, when Something he was a like when he was a little world's tallest midget.
2: Crazy.
0: So that Bro, was Worlds Collide. Very good wrestling show. Obviously, uh, to me, Ricochet versus Mello was the standout match.
1: I I don't know. I thought braun Breaker versus Bait was okay, but the problem with that one is like we all know who the winner's gonna be.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like things not being predictable. So after that we had all out, which we still haven't talked about yet.
1: Well, here we are on here this The are. Basement Booker's podcast.
0: Yes. So Tyvar beat Ruby and Ortiz with the Ty KO to retain the mixed tag titles. That is uh, the AAA titles, I believe. This is on the. Uh, did you watch the zero hour?
1: Oh no, fuck no.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, sorry, I, I that came off disrespectful to anybody that was on the uh, zero hour show. Uh, yes, I am not on a TV show that many many people have seen.
0: Right, uh, so you you'll appreciate this little rundown here. So Action Bronson is shown at ringside.
1: Uh, hip hop artist Action Bronson who does hooks yes. music.
0: That's right. Okay. So, Menard distracts, allowing Parker to take a cheap shot on Hook.
1: Oh, these are the jazz clowns. Yeah. Okay.
0: Hook beats Parker with the red rum to retain. After the match, Menard blindsides Hook. And it's two on one until Action Bronson jumps the guardrail. Or rather, he moves the guardrail and hits the Walks.
1: Ring. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And tosses them.
1: Dude gets physical? Yeah. Hold up! Is Action Bronson about to tag team with Hook?
0: Yes. They even sort of like had a yeah, promo yeah. on something.
1: That's confusing to me. That that's how it happened. Okay, because I saw Ashton that Action
0: Bronson got involved in the action.
1: So we're about to see the opposite of Bad Bunny, Pat McAfee. You know, good celebrity wrestling.
0: Well, his. The throw is not... Yeah,
1: but it's a hip toss, and he's a big man. He's a big dude. He looks like he's thrown things before.
2: Yeah. But, uh... I don't know. But I don't think
1: he's going to be very athletic.
0: I don't anticipate him to be very athletic. Makes sense. All right, so... Next up was Pac versus Kip for, I think it was for the, yeah, it was for the All-American Championship, All-Atlantic Championship. That I was going to
1: say, I've never heard of the All-American Championship. There's too many titles on this program.
0: There's too many fucking titles. Mid-match, uh, Kip Sabian asks his box what to do. The Penelope
1: was, Ford was there?
0: No, she wasn't, but oh. the box, like the box that he normally wears on his head.
1: Yes, dude. So the, I'm the, the, the one that keeps pointing out that he's at ringside all the time.
0: Yeah, so so they're doing a sort of a uh what's the name Perry Saturn Moppy thing here.
1: Yeah, but Perry Saturn doesn't wear Moppy. Perry that Saturn loved Moppy.
0: Right. Right. So. Which, if you take that a step further, that's extra gross. So
1: I'm trying uh, to think, what would that be the equivalent of? Like, I'm trying to think it like. Is there like a character in pop culture or anything that speaks to like their helm? It's the I mean. Lich King doesn't speak to the helmet of domination. He just wears it.
2: Yeah. Um.
1: Yeah, I can't. It's gonna. Someone's probably listening. Like, is this so and so from this anime or whatever that has a talking hat? Mm. Like, or that they listen to it? Oh, freaking Green Goblin in this first Spider Man movie. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That could probably be it.
0: There you go. That's probably the closest thing.
1: Mhm.
0: Okay. Yes. So Pack beats Kip with the black arrow to retain. Post match, Pack talks to Tony Schiavone, but Orange Cassidy comes out. Pack says they've been here and he knows how it ended.
1: He's I bet that wrestler. motherfucker had his hand in his pockets.
0: Yes. He's, he tells Orange Cassidy he's not a wrestler. He's a joke, and he should go to the back of the line. Pack walks off. In the ring, Kip is shouting at his box. So the loss was its fault.
1: You can't talk to your wife like that. She's a person. Stop.
0: The fact that Penelope Ford is his <laughs> wife, I feel like this is not the gimmick that Kip Sabian should have. You know, what? Penel- luckiest, man
1: on earth? <laughs> yeah, luckiest man on earth? Yeah,
0: luckiest man on earth is a better one. I think it's more...
1: Relatable
0: yeah it's it's more realistic
1: yeah- reali- realistic, right, got it,
0: she probably just likes the accent
1: if that was him, I'd be my gimmick too that'd be I'm sorry, if I was him, I'd be my gimmick too, <laughs> yeah, like it's like it's the him question mark,
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: or you'd be talking to the boss like she's still married to me, right, I still go home with her,
1: I'm yeah, with it's like. <laughs> There's this TV show called Arrested Development mm-hmm. and like the father, the the it's like there's a father and son and the the, the kid the son's played by Michael Cera, he's an actor. I don't know if you've seen him in things. He looks like a weirdo virgin person. He was person.
0: in that um Nick and Nora's playlist thing, right?
1: I think so, yeah. And um oh, uh, you actually saw that? That's interesting that you saw that movie.
0: Nope, I remember wanting to see it.
1: Oh. Okay. that uh
0: Cat Dennings, right?
1: Yeah, that explains Love it. Yeah. Anyway, that's not the point. <laughs> and his father is um, Jason Bateman. And his son comes home, and he's got, like, this girl with him. And that's his girlfriend. And, like, the running joke throughout the season or whatever, like, she's introduced. He's like, her? Like, are you sure? Like, is this? you? Want, are you going to think about this for a second? <laughs> like, <laughs> And it's like nothing terrible about her. She's like she's just unremarkable. You know, she's mm-hmm. just there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's kind of what that situation calls for. There's nothing wrong. Him? With
0: unremarkable.
1: Yeah, I yeah. hear you. I hear you.
0: He's got the accent. That's got to be it.
1: Yeah, it's got to be it.
0: That's, what that's why was... you
1: think he colored his hair. He, he's trying to stand out. He's trying to keep her.
0: Exactly. This See, this is what us normies say when we don't understand why a super hot woman is someone that otherwise looks like us.
1: I mean, he might be a cool dude. Maybe. You know?
0: He's a cool cat. It's
1: not like he's bad looking. Right. Anyway.
0: Moving on. First match of the pay per view proper. First of, was it 12 on the main show? For fuck's sake. Uh Kingston versus Tomohiro Ishii. Kingston wins with a Northern Lights bomb. Great match. I really liked this match.
1: Look, I love Eddie Kingston. I just didn't care. Like we, do, yeah. we all know the, the the formula of the baseball bookers podcast. You you know, we both enjoy it. You're you're more into like, you know, the actual wrestling.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Or as well as I like the entertainment aspect. It's like to me it's like, all right, cool. It's great.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like we balance it,
2: each other. It,
1: people ask like, oh, why you know Why is it that, like, these guys can't be professional, but Eddie and Sammy Zay could get into a fight, and Eddie Kingston gets suspended, and he's fine with it? You know what the difference is? Mm. Eddie Kingston knows he's a lucky motherfucker. That's the difference. Mm. Like, those other entitled pricks, they got their shit going. Mm -hmm. But guys like Eddie Kingston, guys like me, guys like Rich DeRiz, guys like you— we fucking get something nice, we gotta do whatever we gotta do to keep it, because that shit ain't, that probably ain't coming back. Mm-hmm. That's the fucking difference. Yep. Keep that 100.
0: I, I remember uh, the story, Eddie had sold his gear right before his AEW debut, before he got the call for it.
1: So my uh, boots, man.
0: Yep. And he had, to, he had to, like, borrow someone's boots for the for the match. And
1: Arrest
0: he offered him. him the contract, and that's it.
1: Yeah. Eddie
0: will do whatever he, Kilo Con asks.
1: He man. fucking knows. Mm-hmm. I'm not accusing anybody of anything, but maybe he knows a guy that can help Kilo Con. I mean, that's all I'm saying. But I'm, I'm, saying. He I'm might, saying he might. He might. Maybe he stopped by the body shop on the way to Arthur Ashe Stadium. I don't know. Whatever.
0: Maybe get good deal on a car. Sure. Ah. Uh, so we had the casino ladder match. Which we all know the result of. Uh the Joker was about to come out. Three masked men hit the ring and attack everyone. One of them grabs the chip and everyone on the masks. And the one with the chip is Stokely. And like the rest uh is his crew. So it's like uh William Morrissey and uh the guns and who the fuck else? It doesn't matter.
1: So the rule is I you don't even that. have to technically be a part of the match and you could just grab it.
0: Well no. So, MJF comes out, sorry, uh, someone in a fancier mask, like a demon mask, comes out, Stokely hands the chip to him, he was the Joker, so he wins the match, because he got the chip.
1: So anybody could just grab the chip?
0: Anyone can grab it, but you have to be a participant in the match first to grab it to win.
1: I'm... I was wondering why junior wasn't on commentary for this match.
0: <laughs> and now and you know.
1: after the match, I'm like, yeah, that tracks. This is why he wasn't out there. Because he's going to talk about how fucking stupid this shit is. <laughs> it's like, like
0: junior don't watch this match.
1: It's like yeah. I see what they were doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's like. I don't know, man. I, I it, to me it felt like later on in the week when they had the Ronda Rouseys and the fucking Fatal Five Way.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like first of all odd number,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so it's like
0: and it was elimination, which I, I don't know if they had really announced. Yes,
1: it as. I don't know if they announced it as, but I caught on to it when Natalia when they said Natalia was eliminated.
2: Yeah,
1: and I'm like okay. So basically, it's like, yeah, let's have Ronda Rousey beat up four other women
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, you know, have no, a decent a go of, of it. Was, you just you just love interrupting me. So he it. was having a good go of it, you know, and he eventually does what everyone else does mm-hmm. and loses to Ronda Rousey.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's like, why did we have to do this? Could we just had another match instead? And you could have just given her her match Mm
2: -hmm.
1: because like you don't even have to like make up some kind of bullshit reason as to why Pierce is letting it happen. It's like, no, he doesn't get a say because Ronda Rousey is a draw. And what we want is Ronda Rousey versus Liv Morgan for the championship because that makes money and that sells premium live events
2: Mm -hmm.
1: or however they talk there now because I don't even know what matters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. like you could have done that honestly and and you're going to be like Jerry but you like it when people urge it it's like yeah I do but there are certain situations where you could just tell the truth it's like listen they're on this card for money we need money this is a draw this is a star mm-hmm. sorry don't worry you'll get Sonya Lacey Evans later on or something we can do that whenever but this is Ronda Rousey
2: yeah,
1: and that's no disrespect to the ladies that I mentioned. I was just picking random names and putting them all together.
0: Yeah, they're kind of just they're just dragging it out.
1: Hopefully, yeah.
0: they're dragging it out for a reason, not just for the sake of yeah doing uh Ronda versus Wood Morgan at like Survivor Series.
1: But in defense of the the hoo ha at the latter match, mm-hmm. if he wrestled the match. There's no way not to tell 100% for sure that it was him. That you know what I mean? Even though as soon as the motherfucker came out I'm like, "Oh cool, MJF is back." Great. <laughs> There's no hiding that. But I, it's a little bit more difficult when they wrestle only one way.
0: Yeah. I couldn't uh I couldn't quite tell when he, when he first came out that it was him.
1: It's the build and it's the mannerism from like the way he, his head moves and things like that.
0: Yeah, I think he was trying to like throw us off.
1: You didn't. Well, listen, it didn't see. He didn't even try for me because it didn't work. It's like no, it's him.
2: Oh.
1: Like, okay, cool. Yeah. I was
0: tired. It's a long, long month.
1: Yeah. Like I just need an explanation as to why Stokely Hathaway is doing it for him, unless it was that he paid to have his guys do it. And It's like okay, which is this? Were these guys gathered in preparation for doing this? Or MJF's been paying attention and he's noticed that Stokely Hathaway's been making quite the collection. I think Hathaway got them on purpose. Maybe he knew they were gonna be in the latter match. Right?
0: Mm, maybe I wonder if MJF kind of just paid Stokely and said, Listen, you got enough guys to take out these guys in this ladder match.
1: I want to apologize. Yeah. I don't know if I was paying attention on Dynamite. Was that addressed at all?
0: Why? No, it wasn't. Why MJF had Stokely do Yeah,
1: exactly. We still have questions here.
0: Was not addressed.
1: We, we still have questions. That needs to be addressed. So that still needs to be addressed. We can hang mm-hmm. on to that. That's not quite close. We need to see what's going on with that. Mm-hmm. It'll probably be addressed when they fucking help him get the championship.
0: I'll put it in the corkboard.
1: It's probably going to be Well, let's not skip ahead. All right. So, ladder match. Do you have any other thoughts on the ridiculousness of that? Not really. Yeah, I it's like a it's like one of those things where it's like this is kind of stupid, but the end result takes us there anyway. And it's like, yeah. well, it hasn't really been done here before, so let's do that.
0: Yeah, cuz the uh the the Joker is always, like, someone returning or debuting every time. Yeah. Like, it's not someone—it's never someone that we just saw last week, and it's like, oh, why didn't they just fucking announce you? You know?
1: I got a question, Rich.
0: I got an answer, Jer.
1: Now, I know I might be asking the wrong guy, because it requires for you to remember things. Yes. And I apologize. That's okay. I apologize profusely. Who is, in your opinion, as an expert who remembers all times that a Joker has been used, what has got to be the worst Joker so far in the history of AEW, in your opinion?
0: I, uh, I might have to look up who's been Joker.
1: Well, I'll let you do that, and my answer is Ruby Soho.
0: Well, only now that we know everything that they have done with her, which is not a lot.
1: Uh yeah, dude, that's the whole point. I'm going off of oh, what's like, go- happened. Like that's the whole point. It's like which it just has worked out the worse. You know what I mean? Like the worst Joker.
0: You know what? I don't think it really matters. I I think that it's her. I, right? I don't think the, I don't think the rest of the Jokers matter in this conversation.
1: They can't. Like,
0: like I was trying to think. I think Lance Archer was a Joker, but.
1: But he liked. still had a moderate success, I think.
0: Yeah, he at least was a serious threat to producers and anyone standing around and uh, the TNT title, I think.
1: You know, the thing about Lance Archer is I have an idea, in my mind at least, on who or what the Lance Archer character is. Uh, Like, Hawk monster, you know, he just wants to fuck people up, everybody dies, etc. etc. I don't know dick about Ruby Soho aside from the fact that where she came from, who that she's friends with Eddie Kingston, that she's friends with uh, um, Ortiz and uh, his brother, or whatever.
0: So, the, the the conflicting story about Ruby Soho is she was Friend, fired, like so she ran away. It's like, but if you're fired, you're no longer welcome anymore, so you're not really running away, you're kind of just leaving.
1: It, it, yeah, that's odd. It's But like, she, she's, she's a runaway. It's like, well, Ruby, we've uh, decided to, uh, you know, uh, allow you your, your future endeavor. Oh, yeah, well, I'll run it away. Uh, <laughs> Okay, well, Mm -hmm. you you can do that. You can do whatever you want. You just can't do it here. Mm -hmm. Sorry, but I'm busy running away. Uh, Okay. Bye. Good luck. Like, what?
0: Yeah. (laughs) No. We don't want you here anymore. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't want to be here anymore. Good. Good. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Finer. (laughs) Good. I'm running away. Yeah, get out of here.
1: Jesus Christ! No, we 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 like Ruby Soho. We respect her.
0: We do. I'm, I'm just waiting for. We're just
1: making jokes. God damn it!
0: I'm I'm just waiting for her to. Well, first of all, I'm waiting for a feud with someone that's not like freaking Ty Conti and Anna Jay. But I'm waiting for someone to say to her, Soho. I just don't think it'll happen.
1: Yeah, I'd like her to win a feud. Be nice. You know like, that'd be kind of cool.
0: Maybe maybe we'll take her seriously.
1: Yeah, like I feel
0: like. She should be winning this feud against Ty Conti and Anna Jay, but she's not.
1: Yeah, and I don't know why that is. Like, there's no progress. Like, am I missing an episode of The Elite or something? Or does do I AJ have to looks, watch a Ty Conti blog? Or? Is it
0: just me or does Anna Jay look better every week somehow?
1: Um, I don't know. Maybe it's you. I don't know. Maybe it's not you. Maybe it's Maybelline. I don't know. Maybe.
0: So, so, like, her hair this week looked better.
1: Yeah, I, she, as, as soon as she distances herself from the clown society, then we'll talk. Until then, I have nothing to say here.
0: But then she won't be Anna J.A.S. anymore. And just randomly choking people out. Did you know she stopped doing that after people started asking for it?
1: Well, yeah, because when people start asking for it is when you have to charge. Mm. People, like I've been saying every time, like people charge money for that. Yeah. You know, there's people out there like that.
0: Mm -hmm. People also charge money to watch it, apparently.
1: No, I know. Well, we don't need to know about what you do on your own time. That's none of our business. No, I got you.
0: Uh, So next match is also highlighted here. This was the trios tag match for the uh, first ever trios championships.
1: Yeah, about that.
0: Yeah, about that. Uh, It was a very good match. I liked the match a lot. Uh, Let's see, mid match, Silver and Reynolds double team, the taped up back of Matt Jackson, and Hangman pulls him off. Uh, so there was story so see, we're not gonna get to see any payoff from the storytelling that they were doing. With yep. Hangman pulling his tag partners off of their opponents slash his friends.
1: Yeah, I saw that, and that's when I was like that I thought it was good because like, everybody in that match, excluding the Dark Order, has had championship goals since being at AEW.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, like, for these guys, like, realistically, if you look at it from their point of view, like, if you look at the talent in there, they're not exactly stand up with those guys. Mm-hmm. But, at least with Hangman, they have a chance.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, there's a chance. This is the only chance they got from them. It's do or die for them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, and the fact that hangman you know did that, I thought was kind of fucked up, like I get it you're their friend, but these guys have been there for you when they weren't,
0: yeah, and arguably that might have cost them the titles,
1: yeah, and my my question was, and i I think you'll probably I guess the answer is for later, but like why is it that best friends got to fight um the Sorry, uh death triangle death triangle. They weren't even in the. It was Dark Order versus. It was Dark Order and Hangman versus those guys. Like, they didn't even give you an explanation for that.
0: Well, the thing is, everyone that was involved in uh, the backstage thing uh, is temporarily off TV. Without being suspended, they're just temporarily off TV. So it couldn't have been Hangman.
1: What are you talking about? Hangman, well, yeah, Hangman wrestled d- Brian Dander Danderson
0: oh, the same oh,
1: episode.
0: You know what? You're right. Uh, Damn, it's been time.
1: a long week for you.
0: It has been. Okay, so Hangman was involved in that, so they couldn't have him in another match. But they probably they didn't
1: have to it. have it that day.
0: I, uh yeah, I know. They, I think
1: Tony it's like Khan, you'd have something different to look forward to.
0: Yeah, I think Kilo Khan was kind of just in a rush to, since the the belts are brand new, just get them back on fucking someone.
1: Well, the Dark Order have a case here, then.
0: They absolutely do. But you know what?
1: But the whole storyline thing, probably they were going to break them up anyway. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a mess. This whole fucking thing ruined it for everybody.
0: It is. But, like, if not Dark Order and Hangman, I really, really, really like Death Triangles, champs. You
1: just, you're just you just happy that Pac's got two belts now.
0: Listen, Pack two belt. Baby, the bastard. Two-pack. Two
1: mm-hmm. Two-pack.
0: Two Two-pack. Yo, if he drops some rhymes,
1: you didn't or, see either. Uh, it,
0: if he if he drops bars next week, it'd be great.
1: I'll never do that. I retweeted uh image that I retweeted Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Somebody made a Tupac album cover with pack on it with the two belts. There's That's two-pack. great. Yeah,
0: I love it. I didn't see it, but I love it. I'll find when when at some point when I when I can divide my attention between things that aren't important, I'll do that for the TNT title. Uh, Athena has new wings and apparently her, the eclipse is now called the O face.
1: Oh. Right. Okay. Right. Now, which, so, is it why you, oh, or like when you have, uh, you know, after you have a, a positive reaction uh, I don't know. to consensual things, I, like, I, which I, is I, it?
0: You know, I don't know why they would name it that.
1: Yeah. It's kind of weird, but okay. I guess we're just not hip.
0: Maybe because the fans are all like, oh, every time she hits it, because it's fucking dangerous as hell.
1: Uh, Yeah, or like when she lands on her tailbone, that's the face she makes. Every time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it could be either one. All
0: right, so after Athena hits it, uh, Kira and Layla pull her out of the ring. She takes Layla out, then goes for Kira, but Kira runs around the ring, avoiding damage. But the distraction allows Jade time to recover. With ref distracted, Kira grabs Athena's foot. But eats a kick. Jade beats Athena with the jaded two retain. Thirty-seven and oh.
1: Let me tell you something. First of all, Athena. Yes, you are number thirty-seven. Mm-hmm. That includes you. In a so, row. That's that that that's that's a that's a wrap for you. That's exactly where you belong. And look, Rich DeRiz Riz doubted Jade Cargill. I just want to throw that out there. I never did and I never will. Uh I don't know why I'm saying these things like I'm do like I'm trying to do like a job interview. Like listen, if you need somebody to clean those towels, I will learn how to do laundry. I will take care of that.
0: I didn't doubt Jade Cargill. I doubted Kilo Khan's interest in keeping the belt on her.
1: I I think that that is like She's there. She's a right now. She's like a headliner, like that title, that situation. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. Hey, Disney's Marvel, take note. That's what a fucking She-Hulk supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. Not some CGI monstrosity. It's supposed to be like a, a a mixture of strength and beauty and Grace.
0: I think realistically, the question is, why did they not cast Jade Cargill as She-Hulk?
1: Because they're bigots!
0: Mm.
1: That's why. I'm just fucking around. I don't know why. But, like, it's probably because she's not an actress. You know, that's probably it. That probably has a lot to do with it.
2: Could
1: be. Because it's not like you're doing The Incredible Hulk, where, like, it's okay that Lou Ferrigno couldn't act because Mm. the Hulk's a monster. She-Hulk's not like the Hulk. She-Hulk has a personality. She can, like, talk and stuff. Like, she has Mm -hmm. full control over her faculties.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So, that's what makes her fun. And She-Hulk's fun. She's supposed to be fun. Like, that, like, she is built like a superhero. And it's like, that. that's better than any CG.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, you could, like, I don't know. It's amazing. Like, that whole, the, the outfit, the entrance, it was amazing. She was great. Her hair was great. That was on yeah. point. Like, I like that hair better.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's cool. Jade's money. She is, and she's like, she hasn't even been doing it this long. You know what I mean? Like, her
0: first match was in AEW.
1: To me, she's the A women's champion. Like, I like Tony Storm. You know, she's great, but like, she's been doing it longer, and I think like, she's at her. Until I, I see the rest of this run, right, like where I'm at right like now,
2: mm-hmm. she's
1: at her height. Like, I think I don't know where how she could, like, you know, get better. You know what I mean? Like what like what else is she supposed to do? Like, she's fine. That's what I'm saying. Like, but like Jade's just starting like she's still learning like she's going to get way better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like her potential. It's you. We don't know what it is. You know what I mean? We yep. don't know. We just mm-hmm. don't know what that is. We
0: don't know the ceiling.
1: Exactly. Tony Storm, we've seen her. Like, she's been championship in, like, multiple places. You know, we know what she could do. We know what she's capable of. But And this is from years of, uh, of learning.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, in Japan and all that, all over the world. Yeah. Jay don't have any of that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, she has a fraction of the experience. And she's gonna it's gonna be incredible just wait if she sticks with it in five years, oh my goodness, she's gonna be making so much more money, preferably with the w w e but anyway, that's she neither here nor there.
0: thirty years old by the way,
1: it's a good number, yeah, she should stay there,
0: yeah, just yeah, just stop aging uh let's see I don't
1: know, yes. man, I'm just yeah. saying. Look at, um, um, what's his, uh, look at our truth I'm just saying. It's true. Just saying.
0: What, what, what's the phrase they say?
1: Black don't crack, baby. We go. all know it.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see. Next up, Marvez, uh, spoke to Punk. He asked Punk if he's 100% healthy going into this title match. He says he's never been 100%. But Mox isn't fighting him tonight. He's fighting all of Chicago. It's not a city versus one fucking match, god damn it. I get it, but you know. Yeah. You know, I I think uh I think the shine on Punk is worn out. A lot of it. A lot of it. Hold on. I'm holding. What if fucking all of this is a work? Oh fuck. <laughs> the dress. Punk even having a dressing room, right?
1: Oh my god. I first of all, I don't think it's far-fetched punk having a dressing room. Think about it, okay, I'm gonna think the, about it.
0: The shit that punk is sort of be is being accused of and the way he's reacting is shit he has spoken out against throughout his career. That doesn't sound like the kind of turn like a wrestling turn it doesn't uh, it doesn't sound like a heel turn to you?
1: <sighs> so you're saying he's a heel because he has a dressing room.
0: I'm saying he has a dressing room, so that
1: we could believe that it's real. What Hangman was saying, right? I don't know because that whole promo felt like it came from nowhere. Like everybody was confused. Like that's what started the shit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Where it's like it was way too weird and awkward for it not to be like.
0: So I th- I think that I think that was the very very beginning of it, and I think. That was when – that was just – I think literally that's when it started. Punk said to him, hey, guess what? I'm going to work this angle. We're really, really going to work it to the point. I'm going to get a dressing room so that I can have my own dressing room. And I'm going to become everything I've always said I hated about people in this business. I'm going to become the guy that says, yeah – yeah, I'm, I'm all about the boys. Yeah, if you have a problem, knock on my door. Can't just walk up and see me, you gotta knock on my door. ever knocked on someone's door? Like, they're an authority figure. Not like your parents, but like, someone that could like, get you fired or some shit. If you piss them off. Did you ever I knock tr- on their door?
1: Uh, no. I kick in the door.
0: But it sounds like it would be a little intimidating, right?
1: Yeah, a little bit.
0: That's the kind of shit that Punk has always spoken out
1: against. I I think Doc I I think CM Punk is a hypocrite, and Triple H was right about him.
0: Unless that's the work.
1: I don't think I I just. Ugh. This could be one of those things where it's like he could get his way and it's like, yeah, it was a work, dude, totally. You know, like just saying it was, when it's like, no, it definitely wasn't, but it definitely failed. Mm-hmm. You know, like he failed to make it cool Instead, it's like, you're really toxic, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, you, know, you and me both, we're in the same circles right now. We see, we're, start, we're learning a lot about CM Punk, man. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not exactly a nice guy.
0: Unless it's a work.
1: I really don't think it is, and if I'm wrong, then that means you're right. And by rule of podcast, you being right means I'm right because I'm also on this podcast. Okay. So. <laughs>
2: that,
0: that that's a new one. I'll I'll, re- I'll remember that the next time I lose the basement championship.
1: No, that's if different. You're right, and I'm right. No, that's 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 a competition. All right. This 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 is no 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 no. no. <laughs>
0: Uh, so that was the punk interview. Sanjay comes out wearing a defaced Dax Harwood shirt saying fight like an eight year old brat, referencing something uh he said on Rampage. With Ref Distracted Singh, he hit a cheap shot on Wardlow, but that didn't matter because Wardlow and FTR beat Lethal and the Mosei Machine Guns with a Powerbomb Symphony. So this was your first time seeing the Mosey Machine Guns in a match. What'd you think?
1: Uh, I honestly didn't know what the big deal was mm. um, you know they're not the Usos, you know the Usos are the undisputed w w e champions are the best champions in wrestling, mm-hmm. and they don't seem to be able to do anything that the Usos can't do,
0: okay, so I would describe mostly machine guns as what the bucks could be if the bucks had proper formal wrestling training,
1: oh, yeah, they're better than them,
0: yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Post-match, Sunday tries to get everyone to uh, attack, but Joe comes out, takes out Singh, then tosses Sanjay into the ring. Finley, who's Dax's daughter, comes out and breaks his pencil. Dax clocks him, and then she pins him, and the ref counts three.
1: Yay!
0: Hobbs beats Starks, fortunately. Spinebuster.
1: I told you. Hobbs is a fucking... He's on his own thing now. Hopefully they start pushing him.
0: They gave him an interview segment and it wasn't great.
1: Look, man. Some people are better at fucking people up than they are at, like, talking about fucking people up.
0: It wasn't bad. It was closer to bad than good.
1: Why'd you bring it up?
0: I remember some of it.
1: Oh, what'd he say? I don't remember. Then why'd you I, say you remember some of it?
0: I remember saying, oh, I, I see what he's trying trying for there, but it's not quite landing.
1: So wait a second. You can remember what you thought about something, but you can't remember the thing you thought something about? Yes. I guess that tracks.
0: <laughs> uh, You're a very
1: confusing man. I want you to know that.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Uh, There was a pre-taped interview with Swerve and our glory and the acclaimed. Uh, Bowen seemed to tweak his left knee mid-match. Keith Lee attacks, uh, accidentally hits a pounce on Swerve when caster dodges. Swerve went for a kick. Bowen's drops because of his knee, so Swerve connects with uh, Keith Lee. Keith and Swerve beat the acclaimed anyway with a stomp powerbomb combo to retain. After the match, Keith asks for a, a a scissor from Billy and gets it.
1: What's more limitless? Keith Lee's appetite or his waistband? What's the answer to that, do you think?
0: Waistband. I haven't actually seen his appetite tested.
1: Okay, that's true. We haven't. Waistband. Okay. For it is limitless.
0: Sheeta got taken to the back mid-match, but came back with two kendo sticks because...
2: Sheeta Kendo!
0: Yeah.
1: Her her name should be Kendo Shida.
0: Sure, can her name be?
1: Uh, oh, here uh, we go. Something rude about? No, not be on my TV or something. Yeah. It's,
0: <laughs> it's your best in future endeavors, Shida.
1: Oh my God, dude! What the fuck?
0: She like she has jobs in Japan. She'll be fine.
1: I would, man. Even though it would hurt my feelings as well. Like, could you imagine if Shida's like just chilling? And there's, like, a YouTube video of her, like, listening to random, like, podcasts about dudes just talking shit and just comes across this one and, like, gets to the bit where, like, yeah, but maybe you shouldn't have a job. And she's <laughs> like, well, it's a good thing that you do have a job because you ain't making money doing this motherfucker. Well,
2: listen.
1: <laughs> she could talk the same kind of shit to us.
0: That's all right.
1: Which, thank God, we don't have to hear any of they it. They say don't
0: punch down. I'm not punching down. I'm talking about someone that's on TV. I'm not on TV.
1: I'm not punching down. I'm and jumping up as I'm swinging my hands up.
0: There you go. And I'm not saying she shouldn't have a job. I'm just saying she shouldn't have a job in AEW or WWE.
1: Oh, oh okay. <laughs> thank you for specifying, Rich Torres. You're welcome. <laughs>
0: Those happen to be the only promotions I watch at the moment. Okay. Maybe, you know what? Maybe it's Tony Khan just not having any sort of creativity in making in, in outlining her creative process.
1: Maybe you're just mean.
0: I'm not mean. I haven't Does anything it, mean.
1: Aren't they in control of their own creative? A bit. i, feel
0: I Khan think get, gets the final word.
1: Everyone needs a filter though. Like there should be a guy that's your filter. Like, you have your own, you can make your own creative, but you got to run it by somebody.
0: Maybe it's the guy that was sitting next to the guy that said, I'm trying to run a, a business. And it's not his fucking business.
1: Oh, did you Literally. see Tody Khan's face when he said that?
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, I didn't see a reaction to that.
1: You got to look at this dude's face. It's like, it's subtle, like, you got to look at him. It's the eyes. Like, so
0: wait, there I'm was just... a second angle that I didn't see the whole thing from that would have gotten, would have better gotten his reaction.
2: Mm. Yeah,
1: it's a really funny situation. It's even yeah. overshadowing these fucking walkthroughs of All Out.
2: Yeah.
0: So we had Luchasaurus come from behind on Jungle Boy, choke slam him onto the pyro grate on the stage and carry him to the ring and bomb through the timekeeper's table.
1: Why did they, I guess, I guess Christian Cage was outworking everyone again.
0: But yeah. well, he does. And so Jungle Boy tells the ref to ring the bell. She rings As the bell. usual. Christian hits a switch and a kill switch. Uh, sorry, a spear and a kill switch. And we're done.
1: Yay. Christian,
0: go away, get surgery.
1: Get well soon, Captain Charisma.
0: I didn't go that far.
1: Oh, okay. Thoughts and prayers from Rich to Riz. <laughs>.
0: Uh Jericho hit a mule kick low blow when they force ref into the corner. Jericho beats Daniel Dan, 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 Durdenson uh, with the Judas effect. Immediately thereafter, with Garcia watching backstage. Uh, Post-match, the rest of the society come out to celebrate with Jericho.
1: My natural reaction to Jericho winning any match is just depression.
0: Yeah, because why?
1: Yeah, like, what? what is the point of you, man? You did everything there is to do.
0: Not for nothing. BCC hasn't been winning matches lately.
1: No! They, everyone except for, like, Claudio. Yeah. Is a loser.
0: Unless that's going to be part of the story.
1: Yeah. Interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Darby, Sting, and Miro beat uh, Black, Brody, and Buddy with The Last Supper after Sting missed Black. Then, uh, after the match, not shown on TV, uh, Malachi Black uh, blew kisses and took a bow for the crowd. So, I guess that was his send-off.
1: Well, we hope he gets the help that he needs.
0: Yeah. Main event. Punk beats Mox, as we know, with two GTSs. It was a good match. I did like the match. I did not like the finish. Uh, assuming the post-match shit didn't happen, the match itself was useless.
1: Yeah, it's like, what's the point?
0: Right, what was the point of the Like, why have the match where Punk loses to Mox because of an injury only for in the next match not that long after... Punk's injury is now fully, you know, he's fine.
2: He's good. No limps. And to win. Why
0: is Kilo Khan so insistent on Punk being champ? I don't know. This is not the Punk from seven, eight, nine, ten years ago.
1: I think he just wants to be the champion.
0: Why does Tony Khan want it?
1: Because CM Punk wants it. And see him. And Tony Khan is a mark. He's a money mark, is what I'm assuming. That's what that's called.
0: Maybe I. I don't. Maybe people pay money to see Punk as champ. But why not just? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I. Maybe I don't get it. I'm not. I'm clearly not seeing something that Tony Khan is.
1: All I'm saying is, if it turns out that Tony Khan has somebody break CM Punk's legs to show everybody he's not fucking around, I wouldn't be surprised. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Like you don't know what kind of darkness, like that. Uh, listen, you don't get that rich without having some skeletons. All right. Yeah. I'm just saying, CM Punk better watch his fucking mouth. Okay. Because he might have stepped into the lines then, all right? We don't know what, what, where that money came from, uh, you know.
0: I read that his dad had a company that sold, manufactured, and sold uh, bumpers for cars.
1: Yeah, that's right, bro. That's right. That's right. And they bury you in them. They bury you in bumpers.
0: After the match, and this is where the story should be. The light's cut out and we hear a voicemail from uh, Tony Khan saying that
1: uh, I want you back. Person, uh, I won't, you know, yeah, complain when you put it in my butt. Your yeah.
0: absence has hurt the company and he has to show up at all out to be in the casino ladder match. He won't extend his contract, but it'll give him a bonus uh, footage of young punk plays. And then we see the masked man reveal it's MJF saying he's the devil himself and he just comes out to the stage and gestures that he will be champ. This should have been the story.
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy like like the devil reveals himself and the biggest story is CM Punk's ego.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: This is all just so fucking unfortunate. Like this fucked over MJF.
1: I've been saying that all week.
0: You yeah, have been saying that all week. <laughs>
1: Witness. Yeah, it's screwed up.
0: All right, let's move on. Uh raw highlight there is one and it's Kevin Owens.
1: No, 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 no. Okay, continue. Uh,
0: that's it. That's that's only highlight.
1: So you're not going to elaborate like
0: So uh F- you theory, know,
1: people not- listen to this podcast sometimes a lot cuz they don't they miss stuff. And they want to know, like, our thoughts okay. on the thing. So for you to just highlight a Kevin Owens thing, it's like, okay. And then?
0: So theory comes out. He says he knows things didn't go as planned on Saturday, Clash of the Castle. But the show was a success. Everyone wanted to see him fail in his cash-in attempt. But still he's still since he still has his contract, it's guarantees he's a future champion. When he gets knocked down, he gets back up, even if it's from a sucker punch from Tyson Fury.
1: Never give up. John right. Cena taught him that.
0: There you go. Uh, he's glad Roman is still champ because Drew embarrassed himself in of his friends and family, and he still has unfinished business with Roman, and he'll soon end his two-year reign as champ. Owens comes out and says he hates arrogant and delusional people more than anything, and right now Theory's at the top of that list. Uh, he's upset at Tyson Fury knocking him out, but he did him a favor because if he had cashed in, he would have lost. Theory says Owens is jealous since he hasn't had a title in years. While he's climbed the ladder of success, doing things he could never do, like become Mr. Money in the Bank. He invites Owens to be the first in line for title defense when he becomes champ. Owens says he's been in the ring with both Drew and Roman. Drew couldn't beat him, and he had Roman beat 18 months ago. If not for Jay and Heyman, he would have ended Roman's run six months in. And the only reason theory's in the ring uh, is, be- uh, is because Owens wasn't in the Money in the Bank match, because if he was, he would have won, and he'd be the guy to take Roman down. Theory says it sounds like a fairy tale, but the reality is he's the handpicked future of the business, and Owens is just trying to stay relevant. Owen says, "Theory does." No, Owen says he himself does whatever he can to stay relevant, and that's why he got where he is. He then makes a bold prediction that Refs about to come down, and they're going to have a fight, and they have a fight. And Owens wins with a stunner on the pop-up power bomb.
1: So, I only reason I asked is like, did. So you high so it's because of the whole segment? That's why it gets the highlight?
0: No, Kevin, Kevin Owens is part.
1: Okay. That's all I wanted to know. Like I just I'm just asking, like, if you say I highlight the whole thing. Okay, but why? Specifically. Oh, okay. You could that's all. <laughs> why specifically though? Like so well, I right can
0: I got, right now
1: did, Yeah,
0: Kevin Owens is saying really feels very true to his character. And this is just showing that What's possible when you let the talent write their own promos on their own, like, you don't have to worry about them maybe forgetting a line, having to go back, worrying about it sounding unnatural. The fact that it sounds natural makes it sound more real, which makes it so much easier to suspend disbelief. Mm. So it makes it easier to connect. It makes you more involved more invested in the character, in the story, in the moment.
1: I I don't know, man. Like, a lot of times you, like, Owen's gonna, like, shorten the action, but listen, man. When you were fucking looking at the lights for a punter slash announcer slash podcast host slash football announcer, I, that same WrestleMania, I fucking wrestled Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm. So, let's let's not have a fucking dick Whip our dicks out over success here. Yeah, cause like you got you got some fucking time before you could even get close to that.
0: Yeah, what Kevin Owens is doing his first match on the main roster? He beat John Cena.
1: Exactly. Like, like I'm saying, like you could mention that shit. Like, it's mm-hmm. that like let's let's do that. Like that that's if you want to go through people's hits, you go through their actual history, not like a fucking recap of the last like. Year or so of wrestling, you know, like that shit is huge. Mm-hmm. Like that puts theory shit to shame.
2: Yep. Yeah.
1: That was my only issue. But because sometimes it's like you could easily get to somebody like with like actual good facts. And that's what you got. Mm-hmm. It, it's always good when like Owens will like talk shop and shit like that in there. Yeah. Like
0: he's always been really good on the mic. Was there anything else from RAW that you wanted to bring up? Uh,
1: what I wanted to bring up is the fact that Raquel Gonzalez and Aaliyah should not be the tag team champions. Hmm. They suck. Do they? I, I don't, I don't, I, I, I think that Aaliyah is a weight. And honestly, it's, it's just, a I we, this story has only one ending and it's boring because it's recently been done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are we, we're going to do Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan again? Cause this looks like where it's going. Like she's going to cost of the championships and friendly Raquel is not going to like it. That's oh, all I'm saying. Like, it just feels like that's where it's going to go. I don't know why they throw these impressive specimen into tag teams when they should be out there fucking just plowing through the division. You know, mm-hmm. taking L's here and there because they're inexperienced. But, you know, at the end of the day, for the most part, like, making a name for themselves. But no, you got her in a tag division that's, like, barely a tag division.
0: Yeah, I think part of it is that this Raquel is Vince's creation. So they have to sort of let her play out a little bit before they do the obvious.
1: What does that mean, let her play out a bit? They don't have to do anything. Vince is not in charge of creative anymore.
0: Right. So, okay, not that they have to.
1: That's better.
0: Probably because they don't want to make too many drastic changes all at once.
1: Here's a... Yeah. There's still
0: kind of a lot going on. You got Dexter Loomis.
1: Yeah, but you, you say Karrie that about... Yeah, that's true.
0: It's you like s- there, there's, you know, Bailey, Eo, and Dakota Kai return and debut. There's yeah, but, a lot going on. Let's have a, like, let's retain a little and change along the way.
1: Yeah, okay, but you say that shit, but the minute Vince is gone, Lacey Evans just disappears. And she just came back.
0: And she's back smacking her own ass,
1: yeah. But and, and she's a heel, but that's not my point. My point is, why is that okay to just do just drop a character off TV? That Vince was doing, Vince was obviously in control of that 100%. What happened to that? How come that was you could just drop that whenever you want? Why is that not jarring enough? Like they had her on SmackDown. Building up this heel persona. No, first it was coming to SmackDown. Coming to SmackDown. She's here. All right, now she's all raw. Now she's all raw. All right, no. Well, she's back on SmackDown. She's back on SmackDown. <laughs> she's cool. coming out. She didn't get the response now. She's going she's back out. She's
0: a face. She's a heel. She's a face. She's a no,
1: heel. No, what do you. Wait, what, what? So, what, what? What is it because she's Lacey Evans? I don't understand. Like, why is that okay? That's I think all. They're being Very confusing.
0: I think they're being consistently inconsistent with her.
1: No, they're being consistent, consistently, inconsistently with my patience. It's bad. It's <laughs> yeah, not her fault. It's bad. No, it's not. But uh, my point is, what the fuck? <laughs> I,
0: I don't. I don't fully disagree. You know, you know I, why this not that? I can't tell you.
1: Yeah. Well, when you say it that way, it doesn't sound like that big of a deal. But it is to me. It is to me.
0: I get it. You want it to make sense. I would also like it to make sense. I've kind of given my opinion on what maybe it could be, but...
1: Doesn't it make more sense for Damage Control to have the tag team championships?
0: If Sasha and Naomi come back and challenge for the titles and Triple H wants to give them to them, then no.
1: Oh, so that's what heels. you think. You think they gave the belts to those two so Naomi and Sasha could beat them?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. Okay,
0: although assuming Sasha and Naomi do come back, it makes me question why are like why did they really bother putting Eoskai and Dakota Kai together with Bailey like it's cool she has a little faction, but if Sasha and Naomi are gonna have the tag titles, what are they gonna do? Are they just gonna help Bailey get to the Smackdown or raw women's title?
1: I guess they're just her hit squad
0: and if as a, f- a women's tag team, they can appear on both shows. Would Bailey be able to go with them since they're a crew?
1: She can do whatever she wants. I think so. I, I think, think so. I don't think there's rules where you can't just be on something.
0: Except where there are rules that you
1: can't. Where?
0: I don't know. Somewhere.
1: The no, like they don't uphold anything. Dude, people have been showing up where they want anyway. So what does it matter? These are arbitrary, I think. They are. These are arbitrary things. These are things that they can just do whatever they want with. Like it's mm-hmm. their rules. Like, so you know, oh, that's just my opinion.
0: A lot of it's arbitrary.
1: Yeah, that's true. All
0: right. So I have scrolled to NXT. Anything you want to touch on? Because I no, not to really. To here, the only thing, um. What was it? Axiom beat Frazier with a running heel kick to go up 1-0 in their best of three series. But uh, Frazier kind of almost died when he hit the rope.
1: I know. I showed you. He fucking... Because the thing that happened was, like, he didn't straighten both his legs out in time. Uh, So, like, the right... The one... The leg that's further to the right was still bent. mm -hmm. So, when he came through, like, his knee got it hit the rope a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, because, like, I saw it, and I had to, like, I was doing, like, the slow-mo on my DVR. Nice. Just to see it, and I sent you the image, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that could have been a disaster.
2: Yeah, that's why I
0: call it high-risk, folks.
1: Yeah, that's why their careers are so long, those well. high-risk guys. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we had a Sol Ruka, or Sol, or I, I don't know, probably Sol, Sol, Sol Ruka. She's a surfer, is her gimmick.
1: Yes, but she's not the sexy assistant lady.
0: She is not the sexy assistant lady who I would like to see more of.
1: I wonder if she's a wrestler, or she's just like, you know, enhancement talent. You know what I mean?
0: Mm, definitely enhanced.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. Talent. There's like a tightness and firmness there. Yeah. Like, up at the top.
0: Yeah. Smackdown.
1: Fuck NXT, bro.
0: Smackdown, <laughs> open with a. am <laughs> just kidding! Imperium beats Ridge, Butch, and Sheamus with the Imperial Bomb. Good match.
1: Imperium is back, baby.
0: Michael Cole told us that WWE handled the Pierce-Ronda situation, quote, internally. Internally. Because, uh, Pierce aired dirty laundry, but Rhonda is being punished. Oh. Cool. Okay. I'm just going to take your corporate word for that there, Michael Cole.
1: I wonder if that has anything, to, if that's their AEW reference.
0: That'd be funny. I don't think it is. Though. I kind of feel like it's just neat. Are you
1: down. sure? No. Read it back.
0: <laughs> they, that they handled the situation internally because Pierce aired dirty laundry? Yeah. <laughs> well, Pierce had Dirty Laundry, what? Was it last week or two weeks ago? I don't remember. Oh, it, it
1: Yeah, back. but it doesn't matter when it happened. It's this thing called wording. Yeah. You know, it's the way you say a thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I really think that was their one AEW reference. So you got, with, a, with WWE, take no AEW. You have to actually, like, pay attention to catch them.
2: Mm.
1: You know, like, that way you guys are like, fucking MJF. Well, maybe the Holy Good God. Blah blah blah. It's like, okay, buddy, we get it. You're edgy.
0: Jolly old Saint Nick.
1: Look at you dropping all these little.
0: Woo! he's say
1: WWE guys. Mm-hmm. Business as usual, AEW guys. Don't worry, nothing's gonna fundamentally change. We're good. Yeah. AEW, you've come to love. We're always Except gonna. Except
0: they're gonna rap- start bleeping the word
1: shit. Yeah, cut the to Tony. <laughs>
0: cut the beep, Tony.
1: Yeah,
0: I was a little surprised by the bleep.
1: Well, they told them to turn down the language.
0: Did, they ain't playing. I guess not.
1: It's so annoying. We... That's like part of the time I got to fast forward NXT during a promo. Because
0: mm-hmm.
1: like anytime those idiots in the audience say something, I got to deal with bleeps. I could barely understand the promo.
0: Yeah, it's annoying.
1: Yeah. It's like, oh, I guess I'm watching this on YouTube later.
0: <laughs> so then we had the Fatal Five-Way. Which was an elimination match. I mentioned earlier that... The uh, Ronda Rousey,
1: give me my belt opportunity match. Yep. Invitational. The only invitation being given to Ronda Rousey. Yep. Honoring um, Judo G. LaBelle. Friday night's back down. Indeed. Cool. Uh
0: cool. We had Hit Row and the Street Profits beat... Maximum Male Models and Lotharios. After the show went off the air in a digital exclusive, there was uh, Maximum Male Models in the dressing room, and Max is talking to them, but then his voice changes a little, and he says something about the night, and walks off, and everyone looks confused. There is a lot of speculation that the L.A. Knight character might come back. Hell yeah. Listen.
1: Make it make sense.
0: Put him, <laughs> put him in the goddamn ring.
1: Don't worry. He's gonna fucking wrestle. God. You're so obsessed with him. It I looked...
0: am a big fan of L.A. Knight. <laughs> formerly known as E. Lie Drake. Yeah. He also, yeah. He, also, he also closed what he was saying with. Yeah. It was almost. Like the LA Knight, Eli Drake, yeah. Almost. Yeah. Like he was building up to it. Yeah. It was good. Very good. Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah. Good. Uh, Drew vs. Solo by DQ.
1: I can't believe it.
0: To close the show, when Karrion Cross puts Drew in the cross jacket after Drew Claymore's solo out of the ring. So, I wasn't sure if you would like... The fact that a it switched to black and white and 24p it looked like to me.
1: Yeah, it didn't bother me. Mm-hmm. And then like, they
0: said Drew is. They said Drew is fading.
1: And then it so faded to it, black. So
0: it faded to black.
1: We all faded to black, Richard. Is we did in a way we were all choked unconscious by Carrie. <laughs> all of us together.
0: I, I get it. Together
1: as one, choked <laughs> out.
0: They're trying shit.
1: I like... No, but I I like things like that. Like, that shit is like Russo stuff, though. Like, fading to black, like nothing ending. Then you got people at the water cooler the next day or whatever.
0: True.
1: It's like, bro, did you see what happened, bro? Yeah, I have bro. to say it that way, bro. Yeah, bro. Bro. Bro, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It got tuned into SmackDown? Mm-hmm. Things like so, that. So, like,
0: when I first... Notice, because I obviously I was super carding,
1: but obviously,
0: like it didn't take me long to notice that they uh, switched to black and white. You know, my first instinct was, wait, who's who's bleeding? I don't see, because you know, like when they would do that to, to But that's
1: replay. only when they show a replay, not like yeah. what's. Currently. I know, but yeah. I know,
0: but like obviously I've been conditioned that if it's in black and white, oh, it's a replay of someone being someone bloody.
1: Ah uh, yes, the always easily conditioned Rich Torres. That's right, mint condition. That's right, as they like to call him.
0: Thank you. <laughs> so that was my first thing. It's like, oh wait a second, oh it's Karen Cross. So I, I thought it was cool. I think it's a cool that it's a cool thing that he gets his own different type of presentation. Yeah. So, Right off the bat, that's going to make him stand out, make him unique from everyone else.
1: Make him feel special.
0: Yeah, as if his style and his as if his in-ring style and promo style wasn't already different enough. So this just sort of accentuates it more. True. All good shit, I think. All All good good
1: shit. shit. Mm -hmm. See what I did there?
0: I do. Anything else from SmackDown before we jump to Dynamite? Uh, highlight from Dynamite. I did mention Mox's promo that I didn't love, but it is a highlight for me. Uh, what he says is, um, this isn't the time or place, because this is in reference to um, something MJF said. This isn't the time or place, and he's in no mood. MJF needs to leave right now, or he's going to make him leave. MJF makes like he's going to fight, but he leaves anyway. Mox says he's pissed off and embarrassed about many things, but mostly because he doesn't like... Because he doesn't have the title. The belt itself is just metal and leather, but it's what the title represents, which is passion for the sport, the passion of the wrestlers and of the fans. It represents the freedom to be as great as you're willing to dare to be, being better than the day before, even if by a little. It represents everything he loves about the business. The fact remains that he lost on Sunday, but that's his fault. He missed the game-winning shot. This tournament's quite a hill to push the rock up. Jericho is the greatest of all time. Brian Danielson is the best pure wrestler and much better wrestler than he'll ever be. And he also between RB and Sammy. Yes. True. I don't deny it.
1: No uh, one does. The, That's the point.
0: <laughs> but the game winners always want the ball, and he wants the ball, so he's taking the shot. This isn't just time to win, it's time to be a legend.
1: So he's going to win the belt.
0: Four time? Because they're counting the interim, and they're counting. The unification of the interim title With the world title as another title win
1: Well considering the closest person To him and the amount of title wins Might not be with the company anymore mm-hmm. um, He did want to be a legend So if you're going to do that You're to have the AEW championship The most times yeah. I would think I think so That's uh, it's on the step there And like giving a speech like that It's like yeah listen I'm the locker room leader I'm going to be the champion End of story yeah,
0: uh, the questionable highlight mentioned earlier. Brian Danielson pins Hangman with an Okada role to advance in the title tourney. So once again,
1: fuck Hangman. Kilo
0: Khan says, hey, Hangman, you want the belt? Yeah, yeah, fuck you, buddy. That's what he says. I, that
1: I, that, that I, was
0: the conversation.
1: Part of it could be not having any championship gold on anyone remotely involved in that situation. You know what I mean? Because, like, Hangman may have not been directly involved, but he's a part of it. Like, however little it is.
0: Only because he's one of the EVPs. But yeah.
1: No, but I I know. But, like, if you think about it, like, it's the only movie he could really make right now. Like, because a lot of things can be said about how it got to this point. Basically, CM Punk having sand in his vagina about people saying whatever they want in promos. In a company where you're supposed to be able to say whatever you want in promos.
0: So he's saying what he wants in a promo. About people being able to say what they want in promos.
1: Yeah. Do you see the hypocrisy loop that we're in? Mm-hmm. Like just like. I'll try to find it. I'll put it on the Facebook Booker's pod and the Facebook page. But the when Triple H and CM Punk had that segment. It's like you want to be, you only want, you want to be the catalyst of change or whatever, but you want to be the one in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like you, you don't care about these people. You care about yourself and your legacy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, man, I don't know. A lot of this stuff is starting to ring true.
0: Which also seems a little like a work. <sighs> It, sound like, it sounds like a classic heel turn. You end up becoming the thing you hate. What's the saying? You you, you either die, uh, die a hero or live long enough to become the villain
1: or something it, like that? All right. Yeah, that's the exact quote, but it's very confusing because like a week ago or that Wednesday, you're like, yeah, you know, I'm fucking guess i'm gonna retire or whatever and get your whole fucking messiah kissing babies promo going and and <laughs> like at the snap of a finger like you got a fucking bipolar trust me i know <laughs> fuck everything fuck everybody heel turn okay buddy i guess it's a work like i'm sticking to my guns I'm thinking it is a work, but only for one person, and it's fucked everything up because he didn't let everybody in on it
2: mm-hmm.
1: thinks he's so fucking smart yeah this work this work is such a shoot that i nobody even knows they're in all the work mm-hmm. I was just doing forty chess and you guys couldn't fucking handle it i'm just I'm, I'm looking forward to the fucking podcast interviews this guy's gonna give out like who's podcast do I don't probably. Maybe Booker T will give him a platform since he burned the bridge with Colt. Well, Colt doesn't even have his podcast anymore. He stopped doing that a while ago.
0: Yeah. So, see, you think CM Punk doesn't know that Sasha Banks was charging thirty thousand dollars just for an appearance?
1: How much do you think CM Punk charges for appearances?
0: Probably minimum fifty.
1: <laughs> okay. So,
0: if she's if she's charging thirty, there's no way he's charging less than fifty. There's
1: yeah. There's no way. I think Punk makes more on appearances than Sasha Banks does. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Yeah. But I don't know about now, but before, I think still, I think still, I think there's still a lot of people that are drinking the Kool-Aid, as it were.
0: Probably. I'm, I'm gonna, I think f- from, from this point on, anything like this that comes out, I'm gonna assume is a work until I get some fucking proof otherwise, cause, no fucking way.
1: <laughs>
0: so there's no fucking way.
1: Yeah, man. Jeff?
0: Uh, next is the main event, um... For the pure championship, Danny Garcia beats Wheeler Yuta with the Dragon Tamer, which is a modified sharpshooter. He's uh, cranking his foot into his own junk there.
1: He was fucking the shit out of that dude's (laughs) leg. Like, he was, like, trying to penetrate that shit, man. I'm like, wow, he's really... Like, no, but, I mean, I get it. From a technical standpoint, you you know, doing that adds more pain.
0: Like the uh, Bret Hart sharpshooter animation in Supercard?
1: No, but this is worse. Yeah, like like a real person. Like down on his back, <laughs> like Garcia is on his like on the guy with his back, but like he's pulling the leg, and like his crotch. He's like just raw dog and a dog, just like eh, eh. And you know what? What's what, Daniel Bryan, Bryan, Bryan supposed to do? He doesn't know if tap he, you Tap out. Yeah, what are you just supposed
0: say. to do? Listen, I don't want I don't want my uh, I don't want my, my calf there anymore. So I'm tap out.
1: Yeah, it's like, you know, you know, poor guy, mm. you know, and I said, like, I was talking to your messenger about how, like, Wheeler presentation presentation's fucking terrible. Yeah. Like, him and uh, what is that, Nathan Fraser? that guy's name? Yep. Should they need to trade. Mm-hmm. Because, like, his his presentation, it just doesn't fit, like, the character. Because mm-hmm. to me, he just feels like an underneath guy. Yeah. Um. And that actually brought me to the one thing I wanted to mention about NXT and his brief. Like, were you like, uh, did you watch Jerry Springer at all? Yeah. Like, do you know anything about it, really?
0: Yeah. Do you know? Oh, re- Steve.
1: Right. I think they're trying to do a Steve thing with this yeah. fucking guy, with yeah, their that, security guy. Yeah,
0: that's the, I don't remember his name, though, but yeah.
1: Now, well, we're going to call this guy in the back. He is now the Steve Wilkos of go. NXT. <laughs>
0: Because he eventually got his own show.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think this guy—they try to like—he's just a wrestler. He's gonna be, just be like their like, like bodyguard, security guard, turn wrestler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and
0: why? And why is Gallus have security escorting them everywhere?
1: Is it to stop them from beating people
0: up? I guess. But you know what? Plot device. So that's all I got from Dynamite. Anything else? Uh, Miro says his God took the devil out before he could. When he began this war, he thought his God had a master plan, but he doesn't. His God is a fraud who delights in keeping him from his wife and keeping his gold on lesser men.
1: I think he's talking about Wardlow. Because mm. the TNC championship.
0: Yeah, it very well could be.
1: No, that's exactly what it could be. It's his gold. Oh, in true. his mind. He had the whole, he had the thing in like Bulgaria colors.
0: Yeah, well, it can't be the world title because no one has it right now.
1: Exactly, and he's never had it, so it can't be his.
0: What a fucking disaster at the (laughs) top of the card.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: You you had your brand new champ got hurt, so you make an interim champ. You have a unification match. The champ sold an injury, so the champ lost the belt. The interim champ became the champ. The champ then lost it. In that match, A, the new champ got hurt, and B, after the match, the new champ went on a petulant fucking tirade against the EVPs of the company in front of the company owner, who didn't do a goddamn thing about it, and then, both because of the injury and because of the pending investigation, he gets stripped of the world title. I think Vacant is the MVP of the AEW World Title Division.
1: That's true. Ever since he's been traded to AEW from
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. WWE, he's been on a tear.
0: Mm-hmm. Everyone knows Vacant is a free agent. Oh yeah, wherever he wants at any time he wants.
1: Well, Show obviously, up. I forgot, and and that's my bad.
2: Yeah, it's hard. um.
1: But yeah, that that is like I feel like Tony's having a bad time, <laughs> like. He's having a real bad time.
0: Yeah, well, you know, as long as it's powder on the table. You so know. you
1: want to be a wrestling promoter, huh?
0: <laughs> and the main event of Rampage was the banger that I expected it would be. I loved this match, Claudio versus Dax. Claudio successfully defends with the sharpshooter. I was very pleased with this match. Not disappointed at
1: all. It. This is one of those things where, like I, like I said before, like you know, sometimes a match can be like predictable, because it's like motherfucker's not beating, Claudio, for the ROH title. It's not gonna happen, right? Like I always think that's like, dude, you're a tag team wrestler. Stick to tag team championships. So that out the gate. But yeah, it was good. Like sometimes you can just watch a thing because it's good. So. Yeah, like, it can be predictable
0: if it's going to be a really good match like that.
1: Like, sometimes you could respect the journey
0: mm-hmm.
1: when you know that, like, the person driving, you know, you're, you're going to be all right.
0: Yeah, like, Brock versus Roman at SummerSlam. We knew Roman was winning. But what a fucking story.
1: It's the story being the tractor fucking destroying everything.
0: The, but, the, yes. the tractor, F5 and Heyman through the announce table.
1: The mic catch, people keep fucking... The mic catch,
0: Brock even fucking posing on top of the tractor. And what, what he uh, hit a spear from it or a crossbody or something?
1: Some crazy shit. All I know is what's... Like, everybody's thinking, like, what's, how do you top that? Like, what's Brock do after that? I don't know. hmm I heard rumor that he's going to be well, doing Crown Jewel again. Oh. And Brock always does Crown Jewel.
0: Yeah, they're like five, six years into a ten-year deal.
1: Yeah, so it's like I wonder who's going to beat up there. Dude, Brock Lesnar versus Braun?
2: Maybe.
0: That'll be the second time, I think, right?
1: Uh, I believe so. But Might they have didn't have a good the experience person. the last time.
0: Yeah. What will the Saudi crowd say about their boy, Mansoa?
1: I don't think he's doing that over there. <laughs> <laughs> think, uh, it'll I think awful. that's a little much. I think gimmicks like that's a little too much for Saudi Arabia.
0: Well, they should should have thought about that before they put him in maximum male models.
1: That's true. I don't think they were thinking about that when they put him in maximum male models.
0: Yeah, considering he is literally the only representation of that country.
1: Yeah. Look. Maybe we're the ones who are just weird because we look at it like it's strange. You know, maybe it's just fine. But uh, I don't think... (laughs) I don't know. I, I, I think I'm, I'm more on the side of us being correct here. Yeah. Optics. Well,
0: maybe, maybe he'll maybe he'll just team at Ali for a night and back to maybe hope. they'll have a and hell
1: in a man. cell match and you know that Ali could just throw Mansoor off the top of the hell in a cell. Crowd will go nuts. Jeez. <laughs> he'll fall through a table. Yeah. Don't but, be fucking crash pad under listen, it.
0: there's only one McFoley.
1: That's true. You you're telling me that you don't think the Saudi prince would spring to give Mansoor his own fucking uh Undertaker mankind moment.
0: Yeah, they probably did only recently see that.
1: So exactly, they just got it there. Been a log six months this week.
0: If you would like to email the Basin Bookers podcast, you can do so. Uh, BasinBookers at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at BasinBookers, at average the Riz. DMs are open in case 160 characters is not enough for you. We got a Facebook page, Basin Bookers. Just look it up. We post stuff there. We post stuff more there than anywhere else, I think. I think Jar posts on Twitter, though, more often than I do.
1: The best way would be gmail if you want to write
0: yeah definitely
1: um because both of us just have access to it and you're not limited yeah by anything yeah and yeah we'll read it here we
0: will Let, let us know your thoughts on this uh awcm punk fucking kenny omega bucks pat buck even pat buck they just said suspend all the bucks why pat buck i don't even know if he was there and as far as, oh, uh, Instagram, Bookers Pod, And as far as where to find this podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And Jared's got a parting message.
1: The match of life is scheduled for one fall.
2: So make it count.
0: And do what the man says.
2: Follow the bookers.